Well, hello there, my sweetest of sweethearts. Welcome to yet another episode of The Pointless Podcast. My name is Kevin Pereira. I'm coming to you from a hotel room deep in Hoboken with another phenomenal episode. I'm going to go ahead and assign judgment to it. I'm going to break my hand, pat myself on the back. I'm going to say phenomenal. But then I'm going to tell you it's not because of me. It's because of my amazing guest. He is a great talker. He is a great businessman. He is a great mind and voice for all things video gaming and streaming and all types of connected communities and whatnots. His name is Greg Miller. You may know him from IGN. You may know him from the kind of funny empire. Uh, I now know him as a as a guest from the Pointless Podcast. Huh? You can check that off his bucket list. Was never there? Got it. Fuck you. Hey, I had a great time chatting with him. I had a great time at E3. I am uh, an empty battery. I am drained. I've got nothing in the tank. I don't know how these whippersnappers do it. Oh, youth. That's right. I don't have that anymore. But I did have a blast at the convention. If you guys missed our coverage, you can check out some of the VODs over at twitch.tv slash the attack. Or you can back us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the attack. And you can see all of the creamy goodness and epic fails that we brought to you from the show floor. And I will just say this, because I've talked about it a ton. I, I, I shouted about it all last week. Uh, in order of importance, Oculus Touch. Put it right there next to your, your Valve Vibes. And your HTC, who's a what's it's, put it right there. Then beneath it, in terms of future potential and promise, yet not there right now, I'd put Microsoft HoloLens. That was also a, a sort of uh, transcendent experience, although one that has some wrinkles that need to be ironed before they call it V1 and ship the thing. And then beneath that, you put the rest of your games. You put your divisions and your rises to honors. I pluralized it and I'm not supposed to. Rise to Honor? Was it Rise to Honor or is it For Honor? I think it was For Honor. It's whatever the Ubisoft uh, take on chivalry was that was fucking badass. That was a lot of fun to play. I uh, played that, played Division. Uh, those stuck out. Uh, the Tom Clancy Wildlands game. Wild something? The one where you're in the wilderness or whatever? Uh, I saw a gameplay demo of it. Yeah, okay. Um, Need for Speed is Need for Speed. Big surprise. I'm trying to run down everything very quickly. Uh, what else did I... Oh, Battlefront! Hey! Had a lot of awards on the wall. Looked real pretty. I hope it's stable. I mean, there's no reason to believe that it wouldn't be. But I'm just... I'll reserve judgment until I get it in my hands and I can play it on a retail build. But the, it was fun to play. Super fun to play. Okay. Let's get to the goods, guys. We got a great guest, we got a great show, but now I need your help. I'm not going to ask you to buy a damn thing. That's not how this is going to work. No. What I am going to ask is for five minutes of your time. Outside of this podcast. I want you to go to podsurvey.com slash pointless. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash pointless. P-O-D-S-U-R-V-E-Y dot com. You got that part. Slash pointless. Why? Well, we have ads on this show, and that's how we keep it free, and that's how I justify the time sink that it is, uh, and I want to keep it free, but the guys at Midroll who do our ads, they need to gather your information. They need to know who you are and what you are, and more importantly, they need to know that you're engaged, as in when I say, hey guys, can you go to this thing? That means some of you actually do, and I know not everyone will, and I totally get it. I understand, but you're probably in a stall at a 24-hour fitness right now. 
uh, or maybe you're stuck in traffic and you're texting and popping open a Safari browser would be just a little too dangerous. Totally get it. But if you get the chance, if you remember, podsurvey.com slash pointless. It is a five-minute survey. It's going to ask you, I got it right here, how old you are, what's your gender? You can prefer not to answer any of this. Uh, what's your race or ethnicity? What industry do you work in? It's going to ask you, like, what kind of food you like. What are you into? What sort of smartphones do you use? You do not have to give up any, like, super, super personal information because it's not really going to be tied to you. If you want it to be tied to you, if you want to give them your email address, well, then you'll be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Uh, and they'll only email you if you win. They do not spam you. They just need your precious analytics so they can custom tailor some ads. And again, so it shows engagement. So please, I would scream it from the mountaintops, but I don't have enough voice to do that today. So I'll just whisper it from my hotel room. Podsurvey.com slash pointless. P-O-D-S-U-R-V-E-Y.com slash pointless. Head on over there. Answer some questions about yourself. You know the drill. And again, it's five minutes. It's completely anonymous unless you want to give them an email address to win the $100 Amazon gift card, and they will not email you with anything else. Do me the solid. I thank you in advance, and if you don't have time for it, I totally get it. But nevertheless, here is the Pointless Podcast with Greg Miller. This podcast should be America. 110% fucking blood red America. C-N-E-A-A. Playing vagina, cyborg Jesus, Jesus America. You wanna, you wanna talk about Comic Con? <laughs> what are we doing? I do actually want to talk about Comic Con. Okay, good. You guys going this year? Oh yeah, we're going to Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. You got a big activation? No. Nope. Nope. Doing no. the Game Over Greg nope. show with Geek and Sundry. It looks like on Friday, and then Boom! I'm hosting a bunch of panels, just bumming well, that's around. That's a thing. I can't. It's thing. gonna be. It, it's going to be like the antithesis, right, of what E3 was this year, where we're like, we're on our own. Let's do the same thing before. Yeah. This one is actually going to be like, we're on our own. Let's do one thing a day and just chill yeah, out and walk right? around and see our friends and see what they're doing. Well, that was really surprising. Well, I just did your show on yeah. Twitch, and I think, that it, A, thank you again for inviting me. That, no, was, a, that was a blast. I'm I mean, sorry like, the I'm whole point, my... like, this whole ha- it happens because you're such a nice young man. You allowed us to come here and do the show. We wouldn't have done Colin and Greg Live today if it wasn't for you. My mom says I don't have enough manners. That's nice to hear. Your mom's a fucking bitch. She really is. Yeah. And it's yeah. a good thing she's not around to hear that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank God. I don't think he had anything to do with it. Just that drunk driver. It's raining, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm not breaking it. I'm not, I'm not breaking it at all. That's that's the cold open, man. That's a cold open that's bite. That's what you do. Um, no, what surprised me the most was going, hey, did you get your hands on this? Did you get your hands on that? And you're like, nope, 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 yeah. nope. And that reminded me of so many E3s past for me where it's right. like, you love this industry? Great, make your passion a profession and you will have no time for it yeah. ever again. It was it was just so much more bizarre this year, though, doing it out for Kind of Funny and the fact that like we've done the live show before. I've hosted the live show for the past few years, like full time pretty much for IGN, right? And it was one of those things where at least there the developers brought the games. So I saw the games. I asked you the questions. I knew what was happening. If I went on another podcast, like, oh, I saw this and I saw it. I didn't yeah. play it, but I saw it. And this time was like, well, no, we're going to do our own thing. We're just going to do the kind of funny thing, which is just talking. <laughs> so it's like, David Jaffe, come up. Don't tell me about it. I don't care about Drawn to Death. What's happening with X, Y, and Z? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of thing. What so, is going on with David Jaffe? He's doing Drawn to Death. 
Is, oh, that's and that's that's what's going on with him. Yeah, he's doing that. I mean, you know, he he broke off, started his own studio, right. and all that stuff. Now they're doing Drawn to Death. Uh, it looks awesome. Play is he okay? Yeah, is he good. eating? Yeah. is he good? Oh, he's good. Yeah, yeah. okay. Jaffe's great. I'm just always concerned because he ruffles some feathers, then he disappears, yeah. and then maybe he'll half-heartedly apologize for something. Then he goes away. Then he releases an awesome game. Yeah, and he goes away again. I just yeah. want to make sure he's nah, okay. He, I don't. I think. I think Dave just loves trolling internet trolls. Yeah, and so like he'll get down to the muck every so often, give you the business, and then he'll go back and just yeah. make a game. I love it. He descends from the heavens to to, to attack the beehive with a, from the with a stick. Oh, I think he is. I think he is. I believe from he is. His ivory tower of God of War money. No, my God, he must be just rolling in yeah, it. Yeah, you know how royalties work in video games. He's cleaning up <laughs> every time they put out a new oh, creative action if figure. If there anything like my non-union, non-sag, non-aftra television royalties, oh, yeah. then whoo, he's swimming in debt. Easy street. Um, I would love to talk origin story with you. Okay. Because I know as much as a Wikipedia will throw at me. Oh, sure. Uh, and I've watched since that wiki, which wiki was started. I have, I have viewed. I saw uh, the meteoric rise at IGN. I saw, uh, we were talking right before we went live, uh, the in- incredible speed and tenacity with which you catalyzed the following you were building there and brought sure. them to your own venture, which is amazing. But from what I know, you started a, a video gaming column yeah. in, a, in a college newspaper, or no, was it? What was it? Or? So what happened is right. Like it actually starts in the fourth grade. Okay. And what happened there was I had an issue of Game Pro, and there had a story about Death and Return of Superman and Maximum Carnage in it. And I came home and read that thing cover to cover every night for a month. And then I had this note card that had all the, the toy stores and video game stores, and I call them every night because it was like these games are coming in summer. And like you know, you remember that you're like yeah. that could be any like as soon as like May. 20th comes around you start calling because that could be summer sure so i'd call them i read the thing magazine and then i'd call every store every night asking if they had it yet and they never did and they got really mad but finally after a month of that i finished the magazine i was like wait somebody got paid so like an adult got paid to write all of this and i'm like but this I, is a revelation you're having in the fourth grade yeah 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 wow. so i scooped the magazine up and i went in the kitchen i'm like mom i, I know what i want to do with my life and she stopped cooking. She's like, what is that? And I'm like, I want to write about video games. And to her credit, she was like, And then awesome. she started cutting. Yeah. But, she, but, she, but she was across the tracks. Exactly, it was more for exactly. attention. She's like, really? You don't want to be a lawyer? You don't want to be a doctor? <laughs> nah, she was cool, and they put me on that track. So that led to you know, That's amazing. school papers and stuff like that, working on the newspapers there. And then, Did she break it down for you? Well, this means this guy has to, whoever is putting this magazine together, they have journalism skills. They that, have writing skills. That was have, pretty much how we started cobbling it together. Because those were the days where you, bylines weren't even a thing in these magazines. Right. You didn't know how this was happening and so yeah we all started i started cobbling it together when i got a little bit older you know who these were and then it turned out that like egm and dan shu like my idols were like two towns over in the suburbs of chicago and i was like oh my god like this is attainable this is a real thing and so tell me about your folks real quick okay mom's mom's name is jamie yeah dad's name is greg yeah tell me Uh, me more about that mom Mom's Describe that mom. Mom's that mom. Want to swipe? You want to swipe Kennedy? right on that mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mom's awesome. Uh, a lot like me. Yeah. Yeah. Boisterous, loud, funny. Uh, humor can cut sometimes a little bit. Uh, great though. Super supportive. You know what I mean? Was uh, down for this. She was the one who was like, you know, I wanted to go see Terminator or whatever. She was gonna make sure I wanted to see Terminator or whatever. You know what I mean? She yeah. didn't care about it. Dad. Uh, also super supportive. I'm super lucky in that thing. And dad is supportive in a way I don't think I could be supportive if my son was the opposite of me because my dad is car guy. It's 6.30 on Saturday. Let's get out there and mow the grass. We're Hold on. Let this. me cough up this sawdust and exactly, diesel fuel. Exactly. <laughs> All right, boy. He's been work. He's a Let's he- bench something. Heavy equipment operator for forever. Really? He's, he's what, 65 now still working? Like construction equipment yeah, heavy? he's a crane like, operator. Really? Yeah, so he's the one who's like they put the crane on top of the building oh. and he's out there swinging the thing. Oh, and shit. Stuff up. 
loves it. He wakes up at 3 a.m. every day to go to work in downtown Chicago and goes to bed at like 7.30. So he right. can wake up and do it. I'm like, oh, geez, Dad. So like for him, there was – and I, I think there was always at least my fear of the disconnect, right, of the fact that like – it's Saturday, and I wake up and go downstairs. We're not going to bond over hydraulics, Dad. Yeah, 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 exactly. Let's grab the Atari pads. Come on and watch me. Let me teach you how to change the brake pads. You're like, no, I don't. Yeah. Never I mean, I can customize that. them in the new Need for Speed. Exactly. Uh, you know that's what I, mean? what I need to know. I really got to get good at Smash. They've got an answer for my blue tuning link. I need to fix this real quick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It but, was... he, but he he heard you yeah. and fostered it. Yeah, no. My, both parents saw the passion I had for it and understood that even though they didn't fully understand that there was something there you know mm-hmm. what i mean and they saw the video games that and never cut it off you know dad would take me to chicago comic-con We'd, and this is the thing about it is like when you're i when i you know i was the only comic book fan in my group but kids like comics but i was the, the nerd right yeah. and so this is before like you know eventually aol chat rooms start opening up and you're learning more and finding like-minded individuals but i remember we'd get the three-day pass to go to chicago comic-con which became wizard world and we would just walk the floor for three days I stopped at every booth and I looked through every long box and my dad just stood behind me like he wow. we had the he hold the bag of swag I was getting and putting in there right and like he did not give a flying fuck about comics. Who's the greasy guy with the calluses? Is he cosplaying as a, an uncle who's gonna diddle you? Like what is that's <laughs> he looks it's a like weird he, pairing, but okay. He's just scary this rugged construction <laughs> yeah. worker dude around all these nerds. So yeah, they fostered it, and you know, I went to school and started going down the newspaper path. And That's amazing. Well, did they introduce video games into your house, or was that so, through friends you well, discovered them? I it all is video games become part of my life because of my love of Ghostbusters. I was, I mean, I fell in love with. I, I'll never forget my parents keeping me awake in what must have been eighty five, eighty six, probably eighty six, to watch Ghostbusters on HBO. Like, it's coming on a little bit. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah. And sure enough, you know, Eyes Wide changes my life that night on HBO. And that was right as Real Ghostbusters was ramping up and there was everything to get. And so, like, mom's making me the suits before they're selling the suits. You know what I mean? Like, making me ghost traps before that was a real thing. And so, like, I am just sucking in everything Ghostbusters possible. And when we were going to look at Real Ghostbusters toys and Toys R Us, we made a wrong turn and went down that video game aisle. Oh, yeah. And walking, walking, walking. And, you know, I remember that, like, the glass case. Mm-hmm. I'll never – And the little tags. Yeah. You know? Oh. I caught the Ghostbusters logo and stopped and turned and I slammed it against my finger against it. I'm like, what is that? And she's like, that's a video game. And I'm like, I want that for my birthday. And they were like, oh, well, that's a big purchase. Like, this is a Sega Master. Listen, bitch. <laughs> this thing has eight bits of processing power. Do you even understand what you're dealing with? It's called the Sega Master System, Mom. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it's worth it. Don't worry about it. This is a company that's got their mind on right. So this sure. is going to be the dominant console of the generation. This is going to live in our household for at least 40 years. We're going to get real legs out of this, yeah, Mom. Yeah, don't worry. This yeah, is yeah. an investment in the family. Exactly. Yeah. Let's Trust go. me. It comes with the light zapper. It's a totally original idea. You're going to love this. <laughs> it's going to be a family bond. Oh, my experience. God. It's so... But okay, uh, please continue. So that please, and that please. was it. So Uncle Mike bought me the game, and they bought me the console for my birthday. And like I was down, and I was just saying, they do the thing where you get the game before they gave you the console, so you can be like, oh, this is great, but I don't I have the. Yeah, yeah. And I then they followed up. That was one of the ones. Yeah, yeah. such a classic. Like, I read, it it's a, a good, good parent move. I, also, then later on, getting like the Carson, Carson Peary Scott, which is a department store in Chicago, and it's like, oh, close, and you open up, it's games taped down. You're like, yeah, oh my god, yeah, you're the best parents. So wait, so and Ghostbusters for the Master System was great fuck, game, great, yeah. but very difficult. Oh yeah. Very fucking oh, difficult. Oh, my God. I remember I eventually had it as you know kid with limited skills. I got it to where I could get past Stapuff into the hotel, and then it was like 14 floors of fucking ghosts throwing plates at you. Yeah. And they were impossible. Yeah. And then I, I remember, but it's cool because you could save and checkpoint. No, wait. Oh, right, no. Oh, wait, you but just, you could just enter the code. And you get, yeah. Nope. You, no. you, you, get, you had a code, and like, here's some extra money. So you, you buy the green car, which is the <laughs> best car for the ghost bus. Ecto-1 is what you get originally, and it's garbage. Come on, upgrade that vacuum. Yeah, How exactly. quick did you want to get exactly. that new vacuum? yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So what else did you play? Because I was a Master System kid, and oh, no wow, one understands really? that pain. Yeah, no, no. one gets it. All what? my friends, even Gyromite beats Alex Kid. I mean, actually, Alex Kid was alright. Alex Kid wasn't terrible. Yeah, but yeah, you bring kids over, and they're like, "Let's play video games." Yeah, and they sit down, and they'd always be like, "What is this?" Banana, 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 banana. It doesn't hold up. No, it's not, not the Mario theme. Nope, not and at all. Rochambeau as a boss fight. Yeah, there was no stress. You would literally, you would get to that point pretty early in the game. Yeah, like level two, I think yeah. it was. And the game would just be, oh, maybe you, you win, maybe you lose. You chose paper? Well, yeah, you're sorry, fucked. You start again, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, games were so cheap. They, I, I remember, uh, obviously, Ghostbusters, and then, again, continuing with the theme, Ghost House. Came on the little, it was one of the games that the, came the on little the card games. The card yes. games slid in there. And I remember my grandmother had just had- Was that where you were the vampire kid? Yeah, you, you're Mick going yeah. through Dracula's castle. Yeah, 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 You're not a vampire kid. You're just trying to stop okay. Dracula. Uh, I think you inherited the house from your- Deceased whoever, uncle or oh, see, I was not that. I would fire up the games and go like, eh, okay. I was not that into them at the time. Well, you I know didn't... how I was like, these are big. Like my parent, I was like terrified of money. Like I remember there was one time at Toys R Us where my mom was buying me whatever and took out a credit card and I burst into tears. And I'm like, are we broke? You don't have to buy this for me. She's like, what is wrong with you? And like <laughs> I've never seen you use a credit card. You're out of cash. We're out of money. Don't buy this for me. She's like, that's not what's happening. We got to get you therapy. <laughs> Something's wrong. Where did that come from? I think it was oh, was it your folks telling you these purchases are like the money means it was, something? It was that and not having a grasp of it, and also my dad as a construction worker was union, right? Mm-hmm. So what that meant is you the, the union sends you out on a job and you finish the job and then you get laid off or the job ends and you come home and you wait for them the to call. Freelance it. lifestyle, yeah. So yeah, your dad's sitting on the couch. It's been you know two days a week, whatever. As a kid, you're just like. We're bringing in no money. Nothing's working. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to try to make ends meet around here. I'll cut back on this video game. Edition. I'll get a third route, Mom. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I, as soon as I can climax, I'm going to sell it. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, sell I, that seed. I I've promise. Heard, I've been reading a lot about these banks. Can you take me to one? <laughs> no. Yeah. So it was Ghostbusters and Ghost House and like all these terrible Double Dragon, the, the bad Double Dragon. Yeah. Was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, and the problem was that I drank the Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? Because like. You're a kid, and then you have to pick a side. That You're on it. Yep. You picked it based off the logo. You bought the license yeah. game, yep. so now you have to justify it. Right. I will say this. Gangster Town? Yeah. That game was the shit. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Master's Mad Gem. You shoot an angel to get bonus points. If you clip an angel in his heart, a gangster angel, it will descend to the depths of hell, and you get bonus points. Morgan that's pretty that. badass. It's true. It's the car true. chase scene where you're blowing off tires yeah. and everything like that's that's people don't understand. They're like, oh, no. Duck Hunt's cool. I'm like, actually, Gangster Town is yeah. the real ish. Yeah, get your Ninja Turtles crap out of here. Thank All you. Right, let me show you what's really happening. Thank you. But yeah, then Sega Genesis comes around. I'm like, yep, I got it. So did you? Oh, you stayed on the path. Oh yeah. You rose from your grave right right away. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I waited for the Masonic pack in. Oh okay. I think I'd gotten the. Master System just late enough where it was kind of, you know, eh, gotcha. well, let's not jump right back into a new console, kid. You don't need it. Right. But it was first grade. Yeah, if you get a good report card, you can get the Sega Genesis. Oh, oh so that was so games became the carrot at the end of the stick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you keep your grades up, and then they super rewarding. And that's, you know, funny talking about my parents and everything. That's like uh, one of those, like, when I realized, I think, and this is because now you look back at the Comic-Con story. And I'm like, and every time I run into a dad at PAX with his kid and they come up, the kid comes up to meet me. I'm like, hey, dad, do you care about games? And he's like, no. And I'm like, you're doing the right thing. He's got, this is going to mean something to him. It doesn't mean, because like for me, it didn't mean anything to me right. at the time. But you look back and like, oh, that was awesome. But the one that actually comes together with the whole, I'm terrified about money and I don't know if my dad accepts me is, I remember mom was, you know, I don't know how I was in your house. My mom was like, she was running it. She was the one day-to-day operations of the house. You know what I mean? I, the only reason I exist in this world is a because she birthed me yeah, but b because she she reared it she took care of it right, right i right, exist right. here because yeah. she ran shit and so, you know dad was usually you know they she would work the night shift or whatever so she was there the day and, and there was one time where it, it flipped because he was again laid off or whatever waiting mm-hmm. for the next call and i remember it was the uh 
the gotta get Genesis like nothing ever before. Genesis is so much more with Toe Jam and Earl. And it was that dual. <laughs> it was the dual Genesis commercial for Toe Jam and Earl and Spider Man. And they came through, and I remember, and it wasn't even like fishing, offhandedly saying, "Dad, that Spider Man game is the coolest." And the next day, I came from. He picked me up from school and brought me home. And in front of the TV was in the venture bag wrapped Spider Man. Wow! And it was like, holy shit! My dad, who knows nothing about video games, cataloged that information and then went to the store on his own and bought me this while he he's out of work and we're dying. We don't have any money. It's like, all right, he gets it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's on board with what's happening, and that was huge for me. Even I really love that you're paying that forward though, and talking to the parents of the kids right. and acknowledging them and going like, "Listen, I know you'd rather be donating plasma right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. but this is a moment that will meet. You're being present yeah. in something you don't understand or grasp. Yeah, but this will be paramount. Well, you for can. It. You, I'm sure you've seen it so many times. You're at a meet and greet and you're signing and your people are coming up for photos and yeah, there's just this one dad with his arms crossed in a bag yeah. and now he's on an iPhone usually yeah. or whatever and the kids in front of him and they get the kid gets up there and he's got these wide eyes and he's so excited and he can't talk and then yeah. if everything's going well and the dad's really involved he'd be like you know you're a good influence on him thank you very much and i'm like you don't watch our shows because that's not true <laughs> but then I, yeah you get to thank them and tell them like this is going to be a big deal to him and like, yeah. you're doing the right thing that's amazing yeah. all right so then you go off to college right and it, so throughout high school though it was still singularly focused like this is what you want to yeah, do yeah this you was want the to end game. goal were this you writing reviews in in high school as well or no that was and that was what i was telling people that i was screwing up you know what i mean because i remember when egm's like we need a new review crew guy and i was like all right and i cracked my knuckles and write my first two reviews ever and send them i hadn't been honing the skill i sure. hadn't been i was like these are great you don't send them in no, chapter I, one yeah fade fade in interior <laughs> like, wait, what no it's just review the fucking game yeah what platform? Exactly, exactly yeah and so yeah in, in high school uh my you know professor moderator or whatever had come up to me and give me a brochure and he's like if you're serious about this journalism thing because i was already in charge of the two school newspapers he's like you should go to this summer camp and i looked at it and it was university of missouri and on the back was the price and i laughed in his face i'm like there's no no but maybe i'll look at going to school there and so that was the thing is that they were the best you know what i mean he was like they're the best journalism school you should go there do this and so graduate high school and go to Mizzou and yeah the idea was to go to Mizzou and I would get this journalism degree in magazine journalism and I'd graduate and be able to write my own ticket I'd move back to Chicago EGM would be there I'd work next to shoe everything would be amazing all of my dreams would come true. You're laying out your outfits on the bed. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to be too spicy day one. I yeah, want yeah, you to yeah, respect yeah, me. Exactly. But then I'm going to go with a really deep Cause like day three. It was that thing of like, I remember, and it sounds so trivial now because of Twitter and Facebook and all these other ways to interact with everybody you know on the internet, right? But I had found through some search engine or whatever, some chain, his email at EGM at the time. And like, I totally did that blind email you send and you're like, oh my God. And the next day he emailed me back and it was right. something stupid of like, Hey, Dan, I want to do what you do. And like, should I go get a journalism degree? And if so, should I do anything else? And he responds back and he's like, journalism degree would help. And he's like, but if you really want to, you know, have a shot a really better shot and stand out, you should minor in Japanese. I was like, oh, thank you, thank you so much that's for responding. That's a great tip. Yeah. And I looked at Japanese and that's a hard language. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> exactly. no, like, I think I'll try to do it. I can read the Predator Vision stuff yeah, exactly. before I can read this. Yeah, they yeah, look yeah. pretty similar. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. And now Google Translate there. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I went to, you know, University of Missouri, best journalism school in the country, unless you're Medill and then you think you're the best and then we argue about it for a long time but when I got there yeah I was super outspoken you know what I mean every class you know you, I remember in my, I took the magazine route so like in the magazine classes they'd go around and be like alright what's everybody's favorite magazine all these people with their monocles in and like oh, GQ and Esquire Mothers or whatever and you're like okay great and they get to me I'm like EGM like what's that electronic gaming monthly and there'd be a few giggles or whatever but I was still tip of the sword enough on actually trying to make a career out of this that I was unique 
And so when the school newspaper or – Mizzou does this awesome thing where one of the local papers in town is run by – is like the staff is all – you do a semester of it where right. you're, you're the reporters. And so like that, that paper or that magazine would come – they'd walk into classes and be like, you're the, you're the, you're the, journal, you're the video game kid, right? Yeah, uh, The Sims is coming out. Do you want to write about that? I'm like, yeah. It's all, you know what I, I mean? love this like, is your whiplash moment. Yeah, exactly, like, uh, exactly. Give me four bars on The Sims right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Come see me. Yeah, Come exactly, see me for that exactly, column. exactly. And so that happened, and it was all going great. And like sophomore year, I remember uh, opening up the new EGM, and there was a letter from Shu, his, his usual letter, and it's just like, "Hey, everybody, we're moving to San Francisco. That's where the industry is. So that's where we got to go." And I remember reading the letter, I'm like, "Huh, all right, I guess I'm moving to San Francisco one day." And then like, and reading the next page, you know what I mean? Like it was that quick of like, "Well, wow. I'm not going to Chicago anymore. I'm doing this, and this is how it's going to be." Hey, got to update the dream diary, and okay, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. what else? Right, great. Yeah, what yeah, else, guys? I, that's the whole thing. I would travel anywhere in the world to do this. You know of course. What I mean? And so, yeah, graduate, and I'm like, here we go. It's time. You know, I mean, I've been waiting this entire. I've been writing clips. I've been doing this. I have all this thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, and everyone's, and nobody would touch me. Nobody would touch me. The ten foot pole, and it was just like, what is going? I'm like, I don't. Okay, like I, I thought for sure I was gonna come with this. I have a magazine journalism degree. You're kidding me? Right. Most of you didn't even graduate college. Let me in. You know what I mean? And the other thing too, Patrick. You know, Patrick Kapagic yeah. or whatever. Kle- yeah. Klepik. I always say Kapagic because they no, make fun of him when we do the Pax Mania, and then I have to go. I, in my head, I have to go. That's not his real name. <laughs> Anyways, Patrick was doing the same thing I was doing where he was like, I remember he was at University of Illinois and I was mm-hmm. big on the one up boards and stuff and the one up community. And so we were both blogging and it was one of those things. And then he got the internship at EGM or one up at the time. I'm like, damn it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, ah, this kid in Illinois where I'm from swooping yeah. me doing all this stuff. But uh, graduate and uh, no, I wait, but uh, while you were in college sure. as well, I mean, it wasn't. Because the montage of college so far is you sweating, sharpening pencils. They crack. You bleed. Now you're writing with your blood, yeah. and that's I it. I have to tell everyone yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's just yeah. bones on, on paper at yeah, the end. Yeah, you're yeah. ground down. What else was the experience for you? Was it college? Did, yeah. Did you did you find a core group of gamers to hang out with? And did you do the LAN party thing? Was it a lot of console gaming? Were you constantly uh, blind, blindingly drunk? That's more what college That's was. what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the big parts of college, uh, the, I mean, when I think about University of Missouri, what I think of is the Antlers. And I joined this group called the Antlers. Since 1976, they've been raising hell at basketball games. And, like, it's one of those things, like, they're the unsanctioned they're, – they're, it's Animal House. They're the unsanctioned yeah. student group that isn't a student group, so the university can't ban them, but they keep tr- – it's like this game of chess every year where they mm-hmm. try to figure – because the Antlers go to the basketball games and wear crazy outfits and hold up signs and they yell, but they also – they, you know, they call the players before like 3 a.m. They send pizzas. They sometimes, if they're nearby, they'll go to that school and put up flyers talking crap. And then you bring signs to the game of like there was this one time where when Facebook was just starting to get it, become a thing, right? Where uh, the first time it was becoming a thing, yeah, like not post like, MySpace and no, then they took over again. It no, was, no, yeah, yeah, this is when it was still becoming a thing yeah. or whatever. And it was still it was still like you know you had to be in certain schools to yeah, get it. Yeah, where we went on and they discovered. Uh, the you know the player's girlfriend had posted this photo of her with a bottle of vodka in her bra and like you know you print off like thirty sheets of that and assemble it and then hold it up while you're shooting free throws and it's all that crap <laughs> and like they go we you know went way over the line and we're screaming and we're like the one that always stands out to me that's just like that was an interesting thing is that Texas was coming to school coming to play us we went and got a giant piece of cardboard made our own you know Texas Longhorns the the, the full bowl and then my roommate Kyle took ground beef and made two giant meatballs and then put them into a sack and then hung them on the thing. So then we go to the Columbia Regional Airport, which is a tiny airport, and stake out. 
We're just, we're there in the in the cars in outfits with the thing waiting for them and they, the, they actions come. that would put you on a watch list today. Let's I be clear. I don't even know how these kids aren't arrested yeah. every day. Okay. Now. So yeah, and they come. Yeah, sure enough, they come out and we're. There's all of a sudden it's like Mad Max. The bus is going down a two-lane highway, and there's like four cars circling and honking and screaming or holding up signs and stuff. And then you know they get to the they get to the hotel, and we run out with this thing, and Kyle grabs one of the testicles and yanks it off and takes a bite. And it's just like <laughs> these poor 19 and 20 year old men are coming through to play basketball, and these psychotic idiots are running up on That's them. That's brilliant. Yeah, so I mean, and you fucking hate them strictly because you're not one of us. Exactly. You're from another place, oh, and the law of the land dictates right. that I hate you right. on command. Oh, I know. It's the worst. Yeah. Like, Amazing. I think about, like, you know, uh, KU, Kansas, it was, was and still is Mizzou's biggest rival, right? And so, like, when those games came around, that's when it got crazy. And I was calling the coach and getting his cell phone number and doing all the, and the horrible things we'd say. Such horrible people we were, you know what I mean? Like, but it's that moment of like, it's college rivalry. Sure. And of course, the coaches. I remember Roy Williams. Now I think still at uh, uh, North Carolina. He would pick up and talk to me, and there'd be nights where it's just like, all right, and just not today, Greg. All right, and they did. <laughs> what? They knew you by name? Oh, they totally because you identify yourself. I'm Greg from the Antlers, and this is what's happening. And the, the one that, because uh, like, and it was like. You have to understand, like, and like, because the adults got it. The kids are like on the same level. Like, ah, we yeah, hate you, sure. Or whatever. But like. You know, you don't think about it at the time, and now you look. I think when you read something now about a really good coach and how he's always there for his players, and da 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 da. There was one time I called Roy Williams' house, two, three in the morning. I clearly wake up his wife. She's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, hey, Mrs. Williams, I needed to talk to the coach. Is, is he there? And she's like, no, do you have a cell phone number? And I'm like, no, no, I don't. She's like, all right, here. And just gave me the cell phone number. And like, because uh, like, she's trying to be great for these people that are sure. always in trouble. Something's always happening to these basketball kids. And so like when he left Kansas, you know what I mean? And that, I made that announcement. I remember calling him and doing the whole like, he picks up and I'm like, Coach Williams? He's like, yeah. I'm like, this is the antlers. Don't hang up. He's like, okay. And, I was, and I, like, that was like the final moment of like, you've been a great sport. And thank you for being cool. And like, you know what I mean? Like getting it. Because some people got really bent out of shape and sure. crazy about it. And then they're trying to, you know, throw people out of the game. Sure, sure. Out of so like antlers, I, I eventually am the grand poop of the antlers one year. I'm in charge of them, charting their destiny, all this different stuff. So what does that look? Does that look like you have a wall of photos and yarn and, or twine and you're branching out? Okay, here's our plan of attack for this season. Pretty here's much. how we're going to get these guys at this game. And yeah, you hold on to all the tickets. You have to be the responsible one. You know what I mean? When the cops come for the parties to break them up, yeah, you yeah. Have to, you're the one. You're the takes, adult who talks to them. You take takes the, the noise blame. violation. Yeah. yeah, whatever it has to be. Yeah, because that was like, that was really what it came down to every year. In my year, of course, I wasn't even 21. <laughs> so like we're bringing kegs into this house and like cops are coming by to talk to us. I'm like, hey, and that was the other thing too, where they come and ask for me by name. They just know, you know. What yeah, I mean? where's Greg? Where's yeah. Greg? Well, I mean, like I had handled. Like, it's another one where you look back, and I should have been jailed. You know what I mean? They should, but like the year I become Grand Poop of the Antlers, and I'm in charge of the Antlers, right? Um, they we come back from. So this is a long story. You got time? Uh. uh no, actually, if you could just tell people where they can find your podcast, it's you been go great. Kindofunny.com, everybody. Thank you, guys. It's been real great, great having you here. This was fun. Thank you. <laughs> no, so I went down to Columbia, Missouri, early before school starts, right, to get things set up, and I think I had to like file for our group tickets or whatever. And so, like, the house we stayed in, the Antler House, was like, you know, seven rooms. There's seven dudes in it at all times, or whatever. In the summer, not everybody was back, and we still had like, you know, the subletters there. There were our friends or whatever. And so I came back, and it was just one of our friends, Travis, and me that were going to be in the house for that weekend. I'm like, well, we're going to throw a party. Of course, I'm back. I want to, I, I, I need to drink. I've been up in Chicago, and it's hard to come buy beer as an underage person right. there. Here it's not. But I'm Grand Poobah. 
Yeah, now I can order you around. You're, you know, he was an antler and he was old. And I was yeah. like, oh, good. So, like, uh, we've had a whole bunch of people over to our house and they were friends. And, like, they were, I think actually, if I remember correctly, they were the Missouri track team. And, like, they were, they were friends we knew, but there was a bunch of strangers we didn't know. And we're there long enough. I'm drunk enough that I'm finally like, I need Gumby's, which is this pizza place, right? And, like, I'm, I, and I'm like, I need to get, let's go to Gumby's right now. And so Travis and I, with our friend Reese, just like, all right, everybody, don't burn the house down. And we just leave. We just leave all these people in our house, doors open, windows open, party going, whatever. You know what I mean? And I'm already drunk, obviously. We come back from Gumby's, park the car. We're walking down the street towards the house, and it's us three. And we notice that there's a police car in the driveway, one on the street. <laughs> and everyone from this party is on our front porch, and the cop is, like, lecturing them and talking to them. And Reese immediately does the 180 and walks away. Yeah, like, I don't live here. I don't care. Not my problem. So Travis, grab a slice, and yeah. uh, I'll see you guys. Travis and I walk up on the house, and I, we get an earshot just as the police officer is going, let me get this straight. You're all here drinking underage, and none of you live here. Who is in charge? And like, that's, I'm like, and I go, I am officer from behind him. And as he turns around, I trip on a railroad tie and just face plant all, <laughs> all spread out, drunk, full of pizza on our, on our grass lawn. And everybody on the porch loses it. Like the one moment to break. Yeah. And this officer, bless his heart, is just like beside himself. Cause he, I get up and he's like, you're in charge. Let me see. All right. He's like, Greg Miller. Okay. He's looking at my He's like, Greg Miller, yeah. I came here today to give you this door hanger that says what to do if you're throwing a party so you don't get in trouble. And he's like, number one is don't leave the house. <laughs> and he's like, you know, how, he, he, like, <laughs> this thing has a choking hazard on yeah. it. And now I know why. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. reason, Greg Miller. <laughs> and it's all like, you know, it's, it's just, you know, have other food that's not, you know, have food, yeah. have drinks that aren't alcoholic, have a set number of cups and yada, yada, yada. And I'm, like, and I'm wasted. I'm like, oh, sorry, man. And he's like, oh, he's just like incredulous. He's like, watch. Fine. You know, pull it together. Da, 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 da. So he leaves. So man, it's a good thing you rolled white in this world because that would have ended with oh my God. pepper spray and German shepherds in any now, other world. I think even now the cops have a, a chip on their shoulder even more to try to squash this stuff oh, before it sure. gets started. You sure. know what I mean? Because everything goes on YouTube now. Right. This is the other thing. You think about all this horrible shit we did. Yeah, that's true. It's like, YouTube it should be like, uh, Alex, let's pull up the video because yeah, exactly, that exists exactly. and, and let's pull up the vine of it and let's get the yeah, remix yeah. of it. and the Yeah. So... Jump so ahead. slap on the wrist. You just got a you yeah. got a door hanger, yeah, and that, that was it? it. He's like, "Don't. This is what for, I'm for here to tell you." Throwing not to Project do this. X at your exactly, house, you exactly. got a door. Okay, cool. And so, but Project X happened at our house all the time, <laughs> and the, usually the biggest one was Antler Fest, which is the first party you throw of the year, where you invite all of the university to come here and see the Antler Fest. Yeah, so uh, we're getting close to Antler Fest, and the school paper, if I remember correctly, comes out Tuesday and Friday, and so Tuesday of Antler Fest is on Friday, Tuesday of that week. The paper comes out, and there's this plan that never happened, but it's a plan of, like, how they're going to curb uh, parties on East Campus. Right. And they're basically talking about our house. How they're going to curb parties on East Campus. And the idea is that if the cops come there and they break up a party, you get reported, and then they – and I shit you not – they are going to come back and put a red flag on your house. <laughs> and that way, if the cops are driving through ever again and they see a party and they see the red flag, oh, that's right, too, and you're done. It's over. They're, they're coming hard on you. And so – Scarlet pennant. I, in all my antler wisdom and who I am, crack the knuckles and write the letter to the editor. And it's basically, uh, this is the fucking stupidest fucking plan I've ever, and every other word's a curse. I'm like, yeah. this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And like, if you're trying to raise a family in East Campus, because that's what they're trying to say, I'm like, you, uh, it made some crack. I'm like, if you're trying to raise a family in East Campus, you probably don't know how soap and water work. And I'm just like, I don't, you look back at this letter, you're like, what is he even, is he psychotic? Well, anyway, sure. But I'm like, and I'm ranting and raving that like, we throw parties all the time and this is stupid. And then I, I sign off and I'm like, 
Listen, this plan is so stupid, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Antler Fest is Friday at 1506 Rosemary Lane in Columbia, Missouri. Come by, we'll have a red flag on the house. And like that, we're handing out red flags. Right. Everybody gets one. Let's all put them up. Right. Yeah. So I, fi- I file it off on Tuesday and forget all about it. Friday, I open the school paper and I'm reading. Th- people run up to me and the letter is printed. They edit out all the expletives, but they put all the information and in. They there. gave the address. Yep. In the- <laughs> and it gets even better. On the inside cover of the paper, they had upcoming events for the weekend and they listed Antler Fest. <laughs> they were like, all right, you want it. You can have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we Here's your like, attention, buddy. Fuck. So we came home and nailed the red flag to the outside of the house. And then, like, we, I used to make this iron-on shirts. I used to make cool iron-on shirts with the antler logo oh, on yeah. it. So I made one that had uh, – I knew I was going to jail that night, so I made it with, like, the prison stripes. And then I wore these prison stripe pants we had from the, the costume closet. And I just, like, I was walking around ready to go at any point. So – Sure enough, <laughs> just like I just love. It. There are people in this world that pick and choose their battles, and college is a time to stick it to the man. But this is your fight. This, is, this was my. This is your hill. fight. Your right to party. Yeah, I will red flag. I will iron on these stripes. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, this so how much I don't respect you, police, trying to keep me safe. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, party gets rolling, and yeah, nine thirty, ten thirty. It's early. Sure enough, somebody comes in like, Greg, cops are here for you. And I'm like, ah, oh. and I walk out, and I literally. You know, crest out the front door and come down the steps, and it's his officer, and he goes, "Well, well, well, <laughs> Greg Miller." He's like, "Is he twirling his bushy red mustache?" Yeah, yeah, well, if like, it isn't Greg Miller, you probably don't remember me, but a week and a half ago, I came by to give you a door hanger, <laughs> and I'm drunk already. And I yank it out of my pocket. And I go, "This door hanger," and he's like, "What?" And I saddle up next to him. And I'm like. I like use his flashlight. I like point it on the thing, and I'm like, "Oh my god! We, you, oh my god! You can come inside with me. I went to all these. There's all these snacks and chips in there. I bought cola. I've limited the number of cups. I limited it to the 500 that we'd stolen from the University of Illinois. No big deal. But there, you know, but there, there was, was a limit. Yeah, they didn't say how many. They I did not have. specify. And I went down this list, Kevin. And I shit you not, I get to the end of it, and he just goes, "I'm impressed. Have a nice evening." And leaves. Wow. And I come back in like I just won the Super Bowl. You're the champ, man. Yeah, I know. And it was just like I can't believe I dodged it. I can't believe I dodged this. You know what I mean? That like that actually worked. <laughs> that I you know, I remember buying the stuff at Aldi's. I'm like, oh, this is this isn't gonna <laughs> save me. Why am I even doing this? That is but impressive. No, yeah, all you have to do is listen to the police teams in college and like, all right, you're trying. That's Couldn't good. Know. Well, look, they know they got to pick and choose their battles yeah. as well. And clearly, you were eloquently, to a degree, yeah. fighting yours. And it was like, all right, yeah, yeah you got it. They, they got the A for effort in the past. So the Antlers sum up college for me because I'm there all four years. Sure, they, they were my friends, my best friends. You know what I mean? And living in that house, that's where you're talking. Did we do land parties? No, we did GameCube. We had GameCube there, and it was Mario Kart, and it was Smash, and it was golf, and it was like those Animal Crossing. We had that town. You know what sure, I mean? like that was the thing of like I was still. I, until I got to out to San Francisco and IGN and stuff, I was always, I was the guy on the next level in terms of like what I liked in terms of video games, right? Compared to everybody else, but I had friends who liked games, mm-hmm. and I, I was lucky enough to move in with a Nintendo fan. Uh, he wasn't super into it like we are, but he was enough to buy these games and do all the stuff and have an Animal Crossing town, and for us to have these we- weird Mario Kart parties, right? That went till three in the morning of us just constantly doing and trying to figure out how to perfect Baby Park and all that oh, sure. stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And then so. Right after that, you didn't you didn't immediately get hired on by IGN, right? No, 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 no. So yeah, I, what happens is I I was lucky enough. Uh, I was going to graduate in the summer. I was going to do my capstone course. So I walked uh, you know in May with everybody else, and then I had to do my capstone over the summer and work at the magazine that the school puts out. But on a tour before then, I'd been going through the Columbia Daily Tribune, which is the basically the competing paper in town that that's run by adults and real professionals. Right. And uh, during the tour, I asked the managing editor Jim Robertson, I was like, Hey, are you hiring? He's like, You want to work here? I was like, Yeah. 
And he's like, all right, send me your stuff. And I sent him his, my stuff and he replied back. He's like, yeah, when you graduate, you got a job. And it was like, okay. So like I have the safety and now yeah, the like, net is there. Let's shoot for the moon. You know what I mean? Let's go, let's go hard, hard, hard for this. And so I was reaching out to every IGN GameSpot, you know, you name it. I was sending him stuff. And the only people who got back to me were Inquest Gamer. And that was Wizard's sister publication. That was okay. really about cards, you know, battle card trading games yeah. or whatever. But they had they were starting a video game section in it, and they were looking for editors. And I remember I got that call, and it's one of two times in my life where I couldn't stop talking. And in your head, you're like, "Stop! Just stop talking!" Because it was literally, "Hey, Greg, what's playing? Well, I'm playing Star Wars right now. It's a park right now. I'm having a great time. Let me tell you about it." And they try to get a word in edgewise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, finally, like, 15 minutes later, you hang up the phone. You're like, oh, I yeah. Oh fuck. What do I do? You know what I mean? <laughs> and sure enough, I didn't get that job. And like, so I walked into the trip. I remember, I remember closing the car door at in the first day of the trip and walking towards the building. So defeated. You know what I mean? I'm just like, cause it, for a second, the dream seemed real. It seemed right. like everything was really going to go the way I had it planned. But I love that you're, you're walking into your job right. that you got right out of college right. after having a great experience right. defeated. And the thing, I know exactly how that feels. And the story goes, I got in there and immediately it was back to, oh, great. I love this. Yeah. I, I, I forgot a little. You know, you, I had that three months to dream big. And it's like, oh, right. I do love doing this. And, you know, I was a general assignment reporter there for a year and a half. And so, yeah, I covered all manner of things from... Uh, Millie's quilt shop grand opening. <laughs> Water skiing squirrel yeah. now a display at the county fair. And now, yeah, there was those stories to like, yeah, you know, like the, having to go out on like SWAT team hits and stuff. Like there's a bus there and we don't know what's happening. You've got to go. You know what I mean? Like, right. And I worked, they didn't tell me when they hired me. They're like, you're working the Tuesday through Saturday shift. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, no problem. And then like, you know, Thursday, like, so you're all set for tomorrow night? I'm like, what? And like, oh, well, you know, Friday and Saturday is the night shift. You come in and you work the night. I was like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? So that was like, Throughout the week, it's whatever BS things happening, and then it was sure. always breaking news. Something's happening. Call the police department. Try to figure it out on right. weekends. It's just crazy. But so did I, you learn a lot of uh, like process and mechanics and 100%. whatnot that would translate? Oh yeah, to yeah everything yeah, else. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's funny. Like where you look, where I ended up at IGN and what I do now, right? Where I mean, I'm a host, right? I talk and I interview people, right? Those are all skills that I was learning for the written form, and then by the time you got there, it was so easy to turn it and apply it to everything I do here. So yeah, like I was talking to Kevin about this, not you. Kevin, the other Kevin, our right. Kevin, the idiot Kevin. Yeah, you don't have to fucks everything up. I since I'm I one of the two Kevins, well, you don't, don't have to I, you got, clarify that you didn't speak to me because I would know because I'm me. I don't know. You're not the brightest. I know. So what did you say to me? Yeah, okay. So I'm saying to you one day yesterday, I was explaining all that to him of the fact he was asking me questions after seeing like this, you know, five days of live coverage. He's like, yeah. do you write, you write the questions down ahead of time? How do you know? Like, no, 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 no. You just go out there and have a conversation because you've done it for so long. It's yeah. reflex. You know how to go. You know how to time it and talk to each other. And so, yeah, like I learned. And timing's really important <laughs> when it comes to most interviews. And I just wanted to say that real quick because I do think that that is one of the things uh, that know, most people yeah, as a host, don't they don't do, understand that, yeah, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. You got to load it up. You got to put the bullet in the chamber before you pull the trigger on the right, next. You got to right, pick right, and right, choose right, a right. shot. You get it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a, your host. I was trying to time it till the exact sip to then sit. Okay. You know, you know how to do it. Comedy. So, yeah, like I learned, I was going on that path and doing all these things and, you know, doing all these crazy articles and things that they were stretching me as a writer and making me very happy to work there and do different things. And then a year in, I finally convinced them to, they were, had this weekly magazine. I was like, just give me a video game column. Just let me write a column about it. You know what I make me happy. And they're like, all right, fine. And they gave me a blog on, on the paper as well. And so that was when all of a sudden, like, you know, they didn't give a, they didn't, they, they didn't give a shit about fucking online traffic. They were like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? That was no big deal. Right. But I made a point to blog on that every day and talk to this. What community. year ish? Would you say this no, is? This would have been exactly uh, 
2006. This is okay. 2006, yeah. And so, yeah. I'm, Still at a time where they should have been threatened by a blog right. somehow, well, even just, though they were doing it's it. It's hilarious. Of like, you, I think it was, the, yeah, it must have been 2006. They did an article of like, oh, here's what, you know, I guess 2007. What did be- the best web traffic in 2006? And like one of my pieces was like number three. And they didn't even think about it. They're like, oh, what a, what a weird anom- anomaly. You know what I mean? What an outside of thing. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, this one article did more than our entire circulation times two. But whatever. No big deal. Yeah. And so they let me do all that. And I did that. And I started taking, you know, I wasn't doing reviews, right? That wasn't what it was about. It was taking, like, these video games that I was interested in and applying them to Columbia. Like, to, you know, trying to make something huge and specific for our audience and what it was. And I actually got a little bit of a following. It was doing pretty well. I, got, I started getting picked up on Joystick, Rest in Peace, and, like, Kotaku a few times. And those were, like, the big moments. And then... uh yeah, after a year and a half of that, I applied to IGN and I looked at, you know, this is the one that ends well. I looked at it and, you know, I had applied 13 times on my Gmail, including that, and never gotten the courtesy of a rejection letter. And that was, that was the Gmail that I'd started, so that was only a year and a half old. And I know that there was dozens more on my Mizzou.edu account. Right? Sure, sure. And so, applied IGN and they, you know, it goes quiet, you send it off into the void. And then one day I got. It was 9.30 at night. I got an email from Jeremy Dunham. It was like, hey, can you do the interview? To, uh, we'd like to talk to you. We're going to get your stuff. Can you do an interview tomorrow? I, was on, I would happen to be online. I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. Let's do it at lunch. Uh, did the interview at lunch, and then I got hired at 6.30 the next day. So, wow. like, it was one of those literally overnight my life changed. Overnight, all my dreams came true. You know what I mean? And it was like, whoa, I, I have it. You know what I mean? It's finally I caught this star that I've been chasing forever. Right. And, and so, then how long – until those dreams turned into screaming night terrors where your flesh is being burnt from your body and You're you see the bamboo bats. shoots the bamboo shoots the yeah. yeah yeah when did that happen eight and a half years <laughs> 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 no no IGN was always great to me yeah and so but I got out there and I was like you know what the fuck changed like I signed the paperwork and I'm like alright cool I'm in now so what the hell like I've been ready to go for a year and a half and they right. were just like well you proved you could do it before you had a clip here, you had this review there, but yep. there was like three months, six months. All you were time. still a dice roll. You might have yeah. been a, a calculated one that right. they could have taken, but you had to show that you yeah. could, you and can then, already. And, and they were like, we, you know, they had. I remember on the interview, Roper and Dunham were on it, and they I mentioned the blog, and like, oh yeah, we want to talk to you about that. And I heard them turn pages, and they like printed off all my blogs, and they, their question was like, so is this a character or is this you? And I'm like, that's the realest I am on this newspaper. You know what I mean? And like that was yeah. the thing that I showed. That's them. a really fascinating question too, because yeah. they could be very well that you are painting this picture of a person yeah. to try to relate but no that was that yeah, was that you was, on the and page that was the thing it was like that was the only point in that paper when i was myself uh, and everywhere else right you go out and you're covering any kind of debate right and there's two sides and what i think doesn't matter i'm right. asking you both the same questions to get make sure we get you know the impartial truth and get it out there objectivity and whatnot so what happened when i i i knew what you were doing at ign from from those early days but when did you wake up and decide to totally sell out and do the on-camera thing and start doing the talent thing. Like, when did you decide to just abandon anything that's actually productive or requires talent and ability right. and do this Just thing? talk. Just yeah. talk. Hey, hey, let's just talk now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it started slowly, right? Like, the way it worked for me is that I got to IGN, and I got there right as the old guard was, like, the founders were burning out. You know yeah. what I mean? And they were like, we need to get people on camera and do podcasts. And they were like, that's stupid. Like, or, like, or that's just not what I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, these guys were hired to write, and they weren't in the mood to go out and talk on podcasts sure. and stuff. But I got to go on GameScoop, like, episode 25, right, and be like, this is all I've ever wanted. I'm living my dream. And, like, immediately fans started coming to that, right, because I'm living their dream. I'm doing what they've always wanted right. to do, and here I am making it. And so it started slowly, you know, of like, okay, cool, I'm still reviewing, and that's what I'm doing, and that's how this is. But then when GameScoop came and Beyond came, and you start building these communities and start going and going and going, and, like, suddenly people are in your articles referencing the thing you did on the podcast and that, that, and the other. There was a groundswell, and I think, you know, 
IGN, to its credit, I mean, obviously gave me everything. I don't know if they fully understood what to do with that for a while because it was like, no, 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 Jess is the host. Jess, you know, that's how, this is what we're, you know, we'll put you on camera when it makes sense, but like, you know, Damon and I were always like, let's do that and let's do this. And I was like, eh, we'll give you GameScoop TV eventually. And then that, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, eventually it spiraled out to where I was somehow becoming the face of the company without ever being the face of the company. And that was cool. And they were, off, obviously like that. Were they recognizing that? Were you being, yeah, you were yeah. being compensated for that? You were being well, taken I care mean, of? Or? Yeah, I mean, like, it's compensated. I mean, I, I, the thing I always talk about, right, is that I always felt like whatever, whenever I felt like the scales weren't balanced, I would tell IGN and they would balance them. IGN was always very good about, like, they understood right. that I was putting in 18-hour days. You know what I mean? They were like, no, we understand the value you have here. They understood that I flourished going to PAX. Like, they, I, like, are we sending anybody to PAX this year? Or am I going, we're not going to send you to PAX this year. All right, I'm taking those days off, and I'm flying myself up right. there. And I'm going to go anyways. Levi's and floor so that I can be there and just say, hey. Because my biggest thing was, you know, I loved IGN, and I'd loved IGN forever. And when you got there, and you find out all of a sudden, like, oh, there's, man, Gaff really doesn't like us. Or this is happening. Or, like, there's, there's this, you know, oh, they're the corporate people. And you're like, but we love games just like you. Like the, mm -hmm. the only way to break that down was to go and face, interact and go on podcasts and meet other people. And that's what worked for me and uh, for a long time with them, you know, that I was able to go out there and be all those things to them. So it happened slowly. And then it all changed. What is it? Three, three and a half years ago with start where, you know, YouTube was like, we're going to get serious and take on TV and we're going to make these channels and we're going to give people money to make long form content. Right. And IGN got the gaming side of it. And so they were able to do start, which then they were like, we want to do a talk show. And I remember going to the meeting for the first time with Nick and a whole bunch of other people from IGN. And you know, they're, we're going through this. And I thought I was just there as an idea man to kick around like what I'd want to see on this channel. Because IGN had tried to do stuff before of like, oh, wonder, like, why don't we do a TV show? Why don't we do this? And you right. know, it, it all eventually falls apart because you have to be IGN. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot that goes into that company to make them number one and stuff like that. And then here was all, all of a sudden, there's money behind this and we can hire people and we can, be, we can do this for real. Anyway, so go in the meeting and like, Nick's like, oh, yeah, we want to do this late night talk show and I want Greg to host it. And that was like, well, uh, oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was when we started piloting stuff, and it was terrible, and I was awful, and I didn't know how to read a teleprompter, and all these different. You know what I mean? Because like podcasting was simple. Podcasting and it was you know obviously what led to me being D-list internet famous or whatever, right? Is the fact that I got to go out there and like I said, this is the most genuine I ever am, right? Like when I what I love about doing this is like I come in here and you get all of me, like they get all of me. Yeah. Like I'm I have nothing else to focus on. I can't tweet. I can't talk. I'm just here to be myself. This is the me I wish I always was, and so to come in and be the fan and tell you, walk you through that story to talk about the new games I saw to talk about getting divorced, to talk about this, to talk about getting sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're along with me for the ride. And that's why I said then, and now, you know, it kind of funny when we make a big deal about it. Like if you listen to this, if you watch this, you are a best friend, mm -hmm. you know me better than my parents know me. You know what I mean? We get on the phone and it's, oh, you know, like, but it's like, How's the weather? I'm like, it's San Francisco. It's, I don't know, 60-ish. I haven't gone outside. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And like all these different things. But like that was the building blocks of all that. And then they saw, Nick saw it for sure, that when they had this angle and to do this, like that was my next step to go that. He saw that in me before I saw it in me. So we started up at noon uh, and it did real well, right? Because it's, it's the problem that I think is pretty obvious when you go to IGN, right, is the fact that and not a bad IGN's problem that there's no solution for is IGN is everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. So like if you, you, when we put up a video or you put up an article, right, it immediately starts getting knocked down the front page of IGN. So you'd have to dig for it. And that was the same thing on YouTube where I'll put up a great video review, right? But there's a million other IGN videos cause they're putting up trailers and they're putting up written previews and they're sure. doing, you know, or, or written, you know what I mean? Preview videos. And so start was able to be that first thing where it's like, 
we're putting up one video today on start and it's up at noon and that gets to live until if there's a show on Tuesday or whatever, you know what I mean? Like that was nice to see then people coming and interacting and getting nice numbers on the shows, especially cause you know, we still were IGN. We were able to negotiate for exclusives and show the first walking dead trailer. Da, right. Da, da. And so that all started to build and be this groundswell thing. And that was awesome. And it was different and it was what I needed and didn't know what I needed. And it all it came to a head at like about six months in, maybe five. I went to VidCon, or they wanted me to go to VidCon, and I was like, "What is VidCon?" <laughs> and Nick was like, "Well, Tim, who was like this guy who was our intern who had just gotten hired, Tim has grown up on YouTube, and this is GDC for YouTubers, where you go there and you learn from each other and you get better and you meet people." And I was like, "That's stupid. Like, I understand YouTube. I use YouTube. All, my show's a YouTube right. show. You I, click the triangle, you watch the thing, and that's it. Yeah, you leave. You I get out. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. What are you talking about? And so." Colin always describes it that I came back from that first VidCon and I walked into the apartment like I had just seen the Holy Spirit. Like I had the flame above my head. And I was like, <laughs> Colin, you don't understand. There's money to be made. And with this, what we've been looking for, I've always wanted to do this. And we, yeah. we can take what we, we are. We just have to say like and subscribe. We got to say it as many times as we can. Make sure you like and subscribe. And that's it. Call to actions. And 1% of your Twitter followers see yeah. your tweets. So within the first six seconds, it has to be a big face. Yeah. Like a real big face. <laughs> we got big need, faces. We need bright colors behind yeah. every thumbnail. And like, that was the thing of like, I had been in that first six months dealing with like, I wanted to create something of my own. Like I had been doing so much for IGN for so long right. that I was, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I had a great time there and it was amazing and gave me everything. But it was that thing. It of also like, would never be yours. Exactly. No matter what you did, no matter right. how far you got in it, it would not be yours. Someone's always going to be there to not second guess, but you know, put in their two cents or do sure. this, do that. So like, I was like, I'm going to write a comic book. And I looked into that and I was like, that's not what I want to do. And I was like, I wrote a manuscript for a kid's book. And I was like, that was all right, but it wasn't what I want. You know what I mean? Like, then I looked into how hard it is to get a kid's book published. I'm like, well, no, thank you. You know what I mean? And so I was in that I don't know what to do stage. When I went to VidCon and you, I went to these panels with these people who would later become my friends, like I Justine or whatever, and you're, you're listening to them talk, and it's like, this is exactly – this is what I do with podcasts. It's, it's exactly who I am already on IGN, and if I go and start this on my own, I get to do what I want. I get to make this content that I believe in, learn how to edit video, and I get to benefit Plus, IGN and bring people back. You see all those 14-year-old girls? <sighs> I mean – You're telling me, son. Edit that out, please. Please edit that out. Make sure that gets edited please out. get that out there. Yeah. So boys. you had that right now. You're talking. Yeah, now you're talking. That skin is so shiny. Woo! Uh, so you come back. You've got the fire under you, and you yeah. say, "This is it. We got to do this. This is your Jerry Maguire goldfish in the bowl moment. Who's oh. coming with me? No, 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 not not at all. Because that was my whole thing. My I remember. I I came back and I was talking to IGN bosses about it or whatever, and they're like. I don't know, like your own YouTube channel and you want to monetize and do all this stuff. Like we have to talk to legal and da, 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 da. And like what I, the thing I had for everybody as I went, and this is funny for you. I've never told you this story. The thing I had for everybody as we went, right. was was, uh, well, I'm like, I don't understand why everybody's so worried. What's the worst that happens. The worst that happens is I, my, my dumb channel about Colin talking about ants blows up and I'm the next Felicia day and Felicia day works at IGN. And I said that to every person they put in front of me and they're like, Oh, that's you know, not a bad point. Not a bad point. And when I got to the legal, they were like, well, no, the worst case is you become Felicia day and you go work for G4. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, you know, I, that's not going to happen. That's not what this is. That's not so funny that the, the insecurity of losing you would eventually be what drives you away. I mean, that's the fact that they, you can't be a superstar because you won't be want to be within our ecosystem. Yeah. You won't be in our galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 bizarre. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, but it's also just the fact that like, IGN's awesome and it's huge and it does what it does really really well. The problem is just like what I was talking about you, like for us, E3, right? For kind of funny, a million miles ahead. And you guys are asking, well, why do you use Xsplit? And I'm like, because it's all we know and I don't yep. have time to learn something. IG was the same way that it was built 
by guys who were writing and built by guys who wanted to make videos. And it wasn't built as a talent agency and how are we going to manage talent and like right. what's best for talent and how should we do that? And so that's when, you know, I get the YouTube channel going. I'm doing content that isn't compete. You know, I'll never do video game stuff is what it, basically what it was, right? And like there's gray areas around it in terms of, you know, comics and movies or whatever. Uh, but I'm basically going and going and we're all going and it's just one of those things of like, we won't compete and we won't do this and it's not that we're building to leave and da 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 but then you start butting up against those walls of like hey we watched this video and you did mention a movie and i'm like but that's right. a movie when would i when would i make that content for you and like well you could have made it at home for us and, done, and i'm like well no then it's like you know and then we started doing that and like i had you know meetings with the bosses where it was like you know and great meetings of just like i believe it was like the boss said you know let's have a this is a no bullshit meeting i don't want us to have a bullshit meeting so like what is the end goal here? And I'm like, I don't know. The end goal is to keep, I want to make content I believe in and have fun and get big and have it right. benefit you guys and not have it be a thing. And we went and maybe to, not butt up against a wall of, I just want to be myself, but I, you've put a restriction on the content I can talk about. Right. So now I'm being disingenuous on the thing where I'm supposed to be the most transparent and authentic. Exactly. And I, you don't want to say that on the video, right? Cause I don't want to make it look weird to IGN because it was the weird, sure. the thing about it was like, you know, we start making conversational calling and Ori oration. These just dumb shows on our YouTube channel. And that's all it is. And, you know, 25,000 people come over and then that slowly builds to 50 and it's, it's, it's growing on its own. And it's like, these are 50,000 people who are the hardest of the hardcore and aren't here just to hear me talk about video games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, and they're not even most of the, no, it was rare to get a comment of like, talk about games. Like nobody, people just wanted more As you said, they're us. your best friends. They're yeah. hanging out with yeah. you. They're having a bowl or a beer or whatever, a Digimon gummy snack. Oh, Digimon. They're having something with you yeah. each and every day and connecting with you on that level. Yeah. That is not something that's going to be reflected with the IGN brand. Right. Yeah. Because there's just so much content. Yeah. You know I mean, IGN has to be for everyone. Of course. But, yeah, at the time, the Game Over Greg YouTube channel didn't, and Kind of Funny definitely doesn't. You know what I mean? We get to say, this is who we are, and if you don't like it, awesome. Uh, we wish you the best, and there's a million other places for you to go consume totally. content on. You know what I mean? And so that slowly started building, and you figure that was, you know, I was did up and in for three years. So it was three years of, like, the YouTube channel growing, and, like, the first VidCon, and then the second VidCon, and then, you know, like, you start to go, and, like, where, it became a, you know, when it all started, right, like, it was me coming in and it's my YouTube channel and Colin, you're going to do the show with me and you and I will split any of the ad rev we get when we break that hundred dollar barrier to actually get a chat. Yeah. And I'm like, Nick and Tim, do you want Cause they were editing or they were filming. I was editing everything to learn to edit. They were filming though. I'm like, do you guys want money? I'm like, no, just you're, you bought us pizza this first time. Just buy us pizza. You know what I mean? And then, you know, the months start going by and we start doing more stuff and we start talking about being ambitious and then blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, we launched the game over Greggy show, which is this podcast, but it's this YouTube product. And then, once we put Nick and Tim on camera, and once that was their first time, I mean, like Tim and Nick did their little, you know, IGN originals every so often, but that yeah. was like what I was talking about with consistency before. It was like, all right, we did one six months, then nine months, and then three months, and like, you know, there wasn't like a, oh, I love you guys from this this product because it wasn't a thing, right? And so once they finally got to be in front of the camera and learn what it's like to have people tweet you about something you said or lo connect with what you are, or come up to you at an event, and like, you know, I remember when. Tim would be walking around the camera and people would run up to him. He's getting ready to film Destin or whoever talk about a video game. And somebody would go, oh, I love you in the game over great show. Da, da, da. And it's like that. Oh, right. I mean, like, someone else can hold this heavy ass shit. <laughs> I'll stand on that side I'm of it. I'm getting the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, this is bullshit. You yeah. carry my water. And so that was the thing where when we realized how much we were enjoying that, that's when the conversations really started. And that was last summer, which I mean, like where it was like, this is getting serious. What do we do? You yeah. know what I mean? Like we've talked about it before and we had that meeting right before uh, VidCon that year where it was like, 
what what's everybody's number? If you had to leave IGN, what what are we looking at money? And when you put that on paper and you're a YouTube channel, that's we were part of the collective. We still are part of the collective in terms of uh, MCN or whatever. Sure. But we weren't like they, they'd come to us and be like, hey, can you do you know this ad integration or whatever? And we're like, no, that kind of treads on what IGN does, and we can't do it. And like, okay, we get it. We'll never buy. See you later. And so. We're having that conversation of what everybody's number is, and you start laying those numbers out on the table, and it's like, okay, well, and it's like in a year, a year and a half, we'll come back to this and we'll readdress this, da 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 da. And then on that flight to VidCon, I remember seeing a headline pop of this Patreon just got all this crowd or they got all this venture capital, or yeah, venture, yeah. VC, VC money. And uh, I remember Tim, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's kind of like Kickstarter's this thing. What we should look into? I'm like, all right, great. And we're at VidCon and we come out of a VidCon panel and get stopped by some people who are like, oh my god, you gave me a great show. I love you guys. You know, autographs and pictures. And then. As they finish, this group of guys comes up and they're wearing capes and they got shirts on. And they're like, "Oh, oh my God, Craig Miller, oh, come on!" Oh, Colin was there, I don't think. And they like hug us. There, and Colin was there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but were, people don't react like that to him. We all no, know that. Yeah, exactly. So well, they know he's a touchy guy. And me, I'm the one that you want to hug. And so they hug us and we're talking. And, blah, blah, and I look down and they're wearing Patreon shirts. And I'm like, "Oh, you guys know Patreon?" And like, "Oh, we are Patreon. I'm the VC. I'm the vice president. That's the." And they're like, "Oh, like, hey, we was need- it Jack? Was it no? Jack it, it was." Uh, um, it was uh, Cole and Tyler. Okay. And Sam. Sam was there too. And so I was like, oh, hey, guys. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. And like, we exchanged cards and then we went and met with them and we're like, you know, we're getting, we, the next step is coming for us. And we, we want to start making money on this so we can figure out if we can get, if we could ever do this full time and have it be our gig. And, you know, tell us about the platform. We talked about what we're doing. We started workshopping ideas. And that was in the summer. So then in September, we had a day where it was like, all right, we have this. We filmed a hundred pence rap video, all about hundred pence. That was going to be our first, like we're going to try to make a viral video and do something cool. Uh, we rebranded as kind of funny and we launched the Patreon and this was all on like September 15th or whatever. Mm-hmm. And overnight we had $10,000 and it was one of those things where that, we, that was like, Oh, we had that moment of just like, they know we have awesome jobs. You know what I mean? They know that this is gr- that we're doing great. Right. Like we don't need this. You're not living hand to mouth. You're not. It's right. not ramen every night for you guys. Exactly. They want you to have. And this. like you know, our milestones were like buy a fancy camera, do this, add sure. a show, do this. You know what I mean? Like, and so when we hit it so quickly and it just kept snowballing, it was like, all right, we should think about that. And that's when IGN felt like we had maybe not gone behind their backs and do this, but we weren't as transparent as we should have been. Right? Like they were like. I we because I I basically well they wanted you to go to them and get approval to do they wanted the heads up at the very least that something was coming because what it was basically with the bosses right I had a I I was very clear that I didn't want them involved with the, the YouTube business it's not their business is how I felt right but then we start having these moments where we're brushing up where they're saying something and I'm getting angry and I'm like you don't own me like this isn't one you know, how this works and like we're we're everybody's ruffling a bit right right and so basically like the Friday that, that leading into that weekend where we'd launch on Monday, I sent an email to the boss. I'm like, Hey, like I'm going to be rebranding the channel from game over Greggy to kind of funny. And we're going to be launching a Patreon. And, and their response was like, cool that you're rebranding. Like that actually helps us. Cause it's really confusing that we don't want you mentioning your YouTube channel, but your YouTube's your Twitter. So we're already, you know, it's like, is that you or is that them? So that actually helps us. And then and they were like, and Patreon's that like new crowdfunding thing, right? We should have a meeting about that. And I was like, all right. And I just responded, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I don't... We can meet about it. It's yeah. still, we're still going to launch it. Exactly. But we can totally chat about the fact that we launched it exactly. when we do it. Yeah. So Monday, yeah, I launched everything that morning. I had taken the morning off to do all this stuff. You know what I mean? I was very, very I mean, I, I took days off to go edit, you know, conversations with Colin and stuff. Like, I would cash out a vacation day to stay home and do it. And did that. And then we came in. And that was the thing of like, okay, like, this is spiraling a bit. We need to have some conversations about what's happening. And that was the thing where the more we conversed about it and they started, I mean, 
for better or worse, feeling like we weren't being up front or this was going to distract, da 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 da. The more we talked about it, the more we all were like, it might be time. Like, you know what I mean? If we go and we start a gaming channel, like this, and if we have another page, because like Patreon had been very upfront of like, you know, because we, they're like, we're, I'm like, one day we'll leave and we'll just add gaming stuff to that channel. And they're like, don't do that. Like, start a gaming vertical on, on Patreon. And we're like, that seems scumbaggy. And they're like, no, 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 that's not how this works. Like, the people who are going to give to you on Patreon want you to succeed. They understand the platform. They're building. They're they're you know they're helping you. They get that. They won't think that. And sure enough, you know, jump, spoilers. We jump ahead, and, and nobody thinks that. Everybody's like, hey, right? We want yeah, this is actually better because this is the content I want, and I didn't want kind of funny. Or I'll do both. And so that we start having these conversations with IGN and with each other. And so by the time it was like, all right, here's what we IGN's like. We should think we should do this, that, and the other. And we're just like, we're going to go. Like we, it's time for us to go. Like we're we love you guys. You know what I mean? Like we're, that's, I always talk about it. IGN's greatest strength is also its greatest weakness is that you're best friends with everybody. And so when you have to lay off a best friend or have a real conversation, I mean, when I was Colin's boss, like we had screaming matches all of a sudden. Cause like you have to go from, Oh man, this is a fucking funny YouTube video. Like this isn't working the way it should work. And da da da. And like we get in the, you know, that line is so thin. And, like, right. It, when it started to blur and we're not comfortable talking to each other and it, it's starting to feel like we're on opposite sides that wasn't how we wanted this to go that's not where we wanted to be and we were we were ready you know i had been there eight years colin had been there just about eight years uh nick had been there nine and tim was super young and still felt like he had a lot to do there and could do but i think we eventually were like you could do that with us you know what i mean you can come with right. us and have this thing be a thing and so yeah we decided in mid-october we're like all right we're gonna leave but like we love this site. Like this site's always like it's one of those things. Like you, you figure like I could never tell you my story and leave IGN out of it. If we ended badly, you know what I mean. It's not like oh, I could sure. ever cut it out. Like and yada yada yada. I have those YouTube channels really successful. And so like we're like we don't want to leave you in the lurch. We know this is the worst time for everybody. We're not gonna pull the plug on podcast beyond up at noon. The originals, video reviews. This you know because Colin was still the PlayStation guy and doing a, a line share of the reviews. Like we'll we'll ride it out through the end of the year and then announce in January. And so that's what we did. And we, you know we stayed. We didn't tell anybody like. It was I, I we were blown away that it didn't leak because it was one of those things like everyone kind of knew you hear you start talking especially sure. for three months in what is uh, the largest high school in the world that is video game journalism or yeah. video game publishing well, you know what I mean where everyone knows everybody's secrets yeah we got through it and then on January fifth launched and announced everything that we were gone and this is what we're doing and started the second Patreon. Well, it is clearly uh, a textbook case of how to navigate this brave new media landscape. We're trying. Uh, we write a new page I, I, every day. I think you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're doing. I yeah. think you know you're doing as well, right? Yeah, I mean, like, E3, I mean, like, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I remember in December having conversations of, like, what are we going to do to E3? And it was like, we can't afford a booth. And so, like, maybe we'll get a hotel room, split it four ways. We'll find somewhere to bum internet. Because if we're going to do Colin and Greg Live, we just need the Ethernet drop off the laptop, right? right. Da, da, da. And, like, we announced we were gone. And, like, a week and a half later, GameSpot was like, hey, GameSpot comes in. like, hey, like, we have two stages, and we would love to hire you to do the second one, and you bring on anyone you want, and we'll take. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, thousand percent. You know what I mean? Like, let's not worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Take care of all these opportunities, and that was the weirdest thing of like, knock on wood, right? Everything's gone the way we like dreamed it would. You know what I mean? Like there was that thing in in, in December where. Nick laid out budgets, and he's like, if nothing changes, if we're only making what we make now, it looks like this, and we're eating ramen. We're, we're struggling, but we're making it. If it's okay, it looks like this, and if it's great, it looks like this, and we were past great on the second day. Like, second day, like, Patreon money and everything else that was happening, and then all of a sudden, the ads we can do and all this different stuff. Like, right. Oh, 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 okay. We, okay, all right, this is happening, this is happening. And then, like, it would be like, yeah, like, uh, the, the next thing was PAX East. Like, are we going to go to PAX East? It's in Boston. Like, Square Enix hits us up and like, hey, do you want to host a panel for us? And I'm like, yeah. And I've never been able to ask before if, Will you will you send us? And I'm like, yeah, of course. 
I'm like, oh, that's how this works? This is how it works for everybody else. Oh, shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like on Colin and Gag Live on you know our Twitch channel, the first day when we announced it, like we sat there answering everybody's questions. And the questions were like, you know, are you going to have the same connections? We have better connections. You know what I mean? People are excited about what we're doing because we're celebrating games and we're enthusiastic right. and we're not, we don't bullshit. And then the other question was like, you know, what's your ethics policy? And we were like, our ethics policy is pretty simple. Like we'll tell you everything. You know what I mean? We're not going to hide behind anything. Like when we, we did it, you know, we've been, we were always up front that, yeah, Square's flying us out to do the Just Cause panel. And like we're, I don't think we've signed anything yet, but we're doing the same thing for Comic-Con. Like we're going to go there for an activation to host a panel. Not for right. me to review. The, we don't, we, you know, we don't review games. We do review discussions or whatever, but like right. not, there's no pretense here. Nobody cares. They just want somebody out there to take care of this and MC and do these cool things. And so like that was the same thing when we did an order activation too, where the order, uh, we talked to Sony, we had this deal where it was like, Colin is known for history, right? And we're, me, him and I are known for nerding out about alternate history. So they were like, all right, we're going to do this activation with you where you go through the order site and, you know, talk about the alternate history of the order, right? And like, okay, great. And so we opened the video, like, what's up, already? We've partnered with Sony and, like, thanks for the sponsorship. And, like, all the comments were like, thank you so much for telling us, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's sure. cool you did. Because there wasn't, there was no opinion in it. Right. Uh, the opinion was. No, the opinion that came out today actually was that the order was, ooh, not oh, a great game. No, that was the thing. It's that like, was the opinion that came uh, out. Our opinion on Monday was like, alternate history is cool. And then on Thursday, I think it was, our opinion was the order kind of sucked. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. it was pretty clear that, like, Nobody, Sony didn't care. They were like, oh, why do we give them that alternate history money? You know what I mean? Like, they don't get it. They want, they want, the cool thing about where we are right now is that in my experience so far, which is not what I expected, developers, publishers, everyone get the climate. They get who we are. They get that they can work with us in these ways that they never could at IGN, and it doesn't sacrifice anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We get all the swag. We put it in the prize closet, and we give it away every day. We put a new thing in, and people are cool, and they want to do that. They want to be a part of it. And that's why it's so awesome to be everything right now and where it's going. And that's the dream scenario, like I'm saying, of like, you know, we left and I was like, well, fuck, I don't, I, you know, I was a PlayStation guy for eight years. Like, that was my beat. So I know that really, really well. And like, if we don't have the IG backing, will they still support us? And then, you know, we have two 20th anniversary PlayStations and we, you know, Shoe's still doing all this stuff. And then like Telltale's still working. And then Nintendo and Xbox, who I never talked to, are now, we are on mailing list. And our first event was an Xbox event. And people are like stoked that we're a part of this and we can do all this cool stuff. And that, Mainly, like, I hope what you saw today, right, is that we bring this community of best friends. Like, we bring these group, this group that is just down to hang out and talk games and be fun and be cool. And if you're a dick, they'll tell you you're being a dick and leave. Because we'll tell you that, too. You know what sure. I mean? Like, if you're going to come here and be an asshole, fuck off. We don't care. It's kind of my favorite thing when we, when we uh, time out a subscriber from the from a channel because it's like well but i'm i'm hey i'm a subscriber that doesn't give you permission to be a complete asshole yeah on the internet yeah. i mean thank you but no thank you yeah, we exactly. don't need that in here we're not going to do that yeah, yeah yeah and that's the big part of it for us do you still do you still love the industry the way that you always have or now that you've seen so much of it and so many aspects of it is there a piece that you think is broken or poisonous i think i love it more I don't think anything – I mean, there's things that we can improve on, right? I mean, I, I think especially for, like, if you're talking about the industry in terms of enthusiast press, video game journalism, whatever you want to call it, the big problem there is there's no standardization. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? As somebody who was, you know, raised and groomed and ready to be a journalist and I have that degree and stuff, like the AP Style Guide and the Bible – or is the Bible and so is the dictionary. And I had both of those my desk at IGN. And it would be one of those things that I would proofread somebody's article and change OK to be capital O, capital K. And then on the IGN score rubric, it would be O – capital O, lowercase K, right. and then somebody in an article write okay, okay, Spell it out. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, that was the thing. And that's not an IGN problem as much as it is an everybody problem. Nobody's agreed on anything. You know what I mean? And that's like when fucking... 
people don't spell Legos in all cap or Lego in all caps, but one site will and the other site won't. And then like infamous is I N lowercase and famous all. And it's like, what is going on? Like, well, what about the issue? Cause some, I did something, the, where was it? it was, I did some event and someone came up to me and that's not relevant to the question, which is they said, but this is an industry that is beholden. Like you're, you're, you only have as much influence as you have access mm, to a to mm. a degree, right? Sure. Like you're not going to have the day one review of something or be able to talk about the previous something unless that company is feeding you. So you cannot bite the hand that much. Sure. Do you feel like? I mean, here you've said you were you were paid to do an order activation, but yeah. then three days later you're like, ah, oh, this game sucks. Yeah. Clearly not an issue there in that case. But does that concern you? With I mean, you have such a background in journalism that the 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 symbiotic relationship, the the nature of you you are only as good as we allow you to be. Sure. I think for us, no. I understand. That I think that's definitely a thing for it's, – it's all about – here's my experience, right? Is that any time I've said this game sucks and I don't like it, I've said it respectfully. With the exception of maybe my Naughty Bear review, which even I think might have been over the line. I've said it respectfully. And when you have an opinion that's different, like developers know. It's very – there. Are, I can think of very few cases – where I reviewed a game, said something about a game, and the developer's been like, no fucking way, you're out of your mind, you're crazy, I hate you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Usually it's like, you might have been a little hard on us in this, but I understand that, and da-da-da-da-da. Like, but what about the publishers, though? Publishers know, too. Like, yeah. They know when they have a bad game. You know what I mean? And like, That's the whole thing that always cracked me up when like, when people are on the other side of the keyboard, and they're like, oh, well, IGN, IGN gave this. They are sinking this EA game because Activision paid them off. And it's like, no, but no, that's never happened. The The... The only problem that I ever had even remotely like that is back in the day, and I'm talking about like this is 2007, like one of my se- second or third reviews that was from a third-party publisher. I reviewed a game, didn't like it, and I got a call from the PR woman, and she was like, hey, I just talked to your boss, and I want to let you know that that article will not be on the front page by the end of the day today. So, blah, 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 blah. And she hung up, and I turned to my boss, and I'm like, it was it was my boss's boss. I turned to my sure. boss and I was like, "Hey, I just got this call. This is what she said." And he's like, "What the fuck did she say?" And it was like, poof, into the other door closed and came out and like I got fully debriefed. But it was like she had called sales and sales like the blow off answer is like, "Well, no, the article won't be at the top page today because there'll be a new top." Well, article it's naturally going to push yeah, it all the down. The next article right. that we are going to rebuild the page today, but like that got expressed that and so then it was like this huge thing where they right. came in like. You don't fucking talk to our people like that. You never make a call like that again. Da, 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 like that, that's not who we are. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you are backing it up and not being a dick. You know, when you hear about people getting blackballed, when you hear about this happening in this industry, it's usually not, oh, they didn't like this game. It's that that they took a shot at someone in the review. And I'm not saying this is obviously I'm painting with a very broad brush. Of, well, here, right? of course, but it was a broad question. You you you're, you came in, you talked shit about somebody personally. Your facts were 100 percent wrong. You didn't bother to. You know, I mean, there's all these little things that you do where. You know, I, Colin and I always, you know, we, we now make a big joke of it, being the PlayStation fanboys, right? It's just that we covered PlayStation. It would be like the, you know, the beat writer for the Clippers, being a, a Clippers fanboy. So, like, well, that's, that's what, what he knows best inside and out, and he has those contacts, and he's, he's able to do that. But, like, the amount of shit we've talked about PlayStation, you know what I mean? We talk, I talk to Shoes Face about it all the time, the fact that, what are you doing with Morpheus? Like, I don't believe in it, and da 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 you know what I mean? Like, they're not... Oh, well, we're never going to talk to them again. They understand that we're educated. They understand that we are being respectful in the way we deliver that information. And then from there, that becomes how it is. And so, like, also, it doesn't come from a place where I hope you fail. I yeah. want you to fail. It's like, no, I, I have concerns because I actually like you. And I that's like the what whole you thing. do, and I like this industry. You were talking about the industry. Like, I love the industry more than ever. And that's the whole thing. Is like when I when I don't like Nintendo's conference at E3, I'm not like, yeah, fuck. I'm like, oh man, damn it, pull it. To, you know, I I want everyone yeah. to succeed. I don't want it to be. 
I don't want, I, it was getting depressing when we were talking and the P, PS3 cycle, right? Of like, I bet it's going to be one more console generation that is a unified platform. You know what I mean? Because PC gaming sucks and I don't want to be on a Steam box. My God, right? Who wants to deal with patches and bugs yeah, and yeah. freezes and memory errors? That and... doesn't happen ever on consoles. Exactly, exactly. I never have to update anything on my PlayStation 4 or Xbox I, I've taken up a lot of your time. Can we get like two questions from Ooh, Twitch? Is I'm, that cool? I'll stay here all day. All right, so we're going to do this. Alex, uh, if you guys are uh, streaming on Twitch live, all 15 of you, please go ahead and toss in a question and we will ask it right now. Uh, and while we... Uh... Where do you call... Where do they come from? Where do they go? Huh? They go on this screen? Where do they go? Oh, it'll just be shouted oh. into the ether. Oh, nice. And maybe okay. you'll hear it. Now, Alex has a microphone. At least he nice. might have a microphone. Yes, I and do. See, there it is. Have, does he still have a camera on him? I remember when you first started, I was watching, and I remember you used to jump around the room a little bit. We did. We got we to gotta get the setup going here. The setup's been changing a lot. I like and, this uh, a lot. I mean, like, thank you're you. outclassing us in every way. But, yeah, but that's... No, no. A, a we're not. <laughs> you're like, yeah. No. I've seen your show. No, I was going to say, uh, yeah, like, I was... Well, the, the yeah was, yeah, we've got some technology in here. Yeah. But our stream still goes offline yeah, more than it goes online, that's twist, and though. and that's we're still everything. such a we're still such a baby, and that's why it's a. I mean, I I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to sit down because Please. watching what you I mean clearly, my mind. I spent the last decade plus learning a dying industry. Yeah, right. Like yeah. I leveled way up in a, in a in a format and a medium that is no more. <laughs> Your skill tree is all mis- out of shape. Yep, right I, now, and yeah. I can't I can't just respec on a thing. Like yeah, it's going to yeah. cost me a lot of credits, yeah. which is some of what's happening here. Right. To respec that skill tree. Obviously, thankfully, some some abilities carry over. Yeah. But this is a this is a brave new thing that's happening, and I saw it happening. But I was powerless to do anything well, because yeah. of restrictions and contracts exactly. and everything exactly. else. Exactly. And then at the moment, I could have capitalized on it. One, I was just fucking burnt. I was burnt after 13 years sure. of G4 sure. from PA to whatever the hell I was at the end of it. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I, was just, I was just filled with sores. That's all it was. Um, and, and two, well, the, two doesn't even matter. What matters is that I, I very quickly was cobbling together whatever this is going to become. Right. And you guys were clearly a source of inspiration. It, was a, it wasn't a like, there was always like, could it be done? Should it be done? Well, how can it be done? And when yeah. I saw how transparently and authentically, uh, and 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 at least from the outside looking in, joyously, you guys were doing something, yeah. it was like, well, shit. Well, well, that's that's the, the, I mean, the, the worst that could happen is that we try and it doesn't. And that's the that's best the thing about what we're doing and what you're doing right now is that people get it. They understand that they're on the ground floor, and that's what I was talking about with our best friends, right? Like mm-hmm. when we we did you know kind of funny live recently in San Francisco. It was a live event. We had a theater. We had a stage presentations and a press conference and the show and all that stuff. And it was 400 people who came from around the world and came there. And each and every one of them, because they they expected a podcast, and we put on like a show, stem to stern, right. with lights and balloons and fucking Dave Fenoy voiceovers and video packages. You know what I mean? And all of them were like, "This is going to be huge." You know what I mean? And like we're like, "Well, thank you. Let's work together to make that happen." But it's mm-hmm. like something's happening right now. You know what I mean? So it's going to be. It's already funny to look back at like. I think it's Game Over Greggy episode two, where we are sitting around the coffee table on the floor podcasting. Yeah. And now, and granted, we're on an Ikea table at my house with fake walls, and sometimes the gel falls off the light or whatever, but it's still like there's those steps. And when you it's actually those stop steps. and look. And, and, and in the past, those steps have sometimes taken years and yeah. seasons upon seasons right. for that iteration to occur. And the fact that you guys are evolving uh, and leveling up as quickly as you are, and that was it's, a, it's, really, it's amazing to watch. I was telling it's about it you know, with watch. Kevin, right? Like when we left IGN, like we were like, was this me? 
No, I'm sorry. This isn't you. Okay. The other Kevin. The Kevin I yell at all the time. When we left, like, we were like, we want to hire Kevin one day. And the one day we're like, oh, maybe in six months, maybe nine months. And it was like a month and a half. We're like, we need him. He asked it. We have to make this happen now. And we were already, the Patreon stuff was going so well. The ad stuff was going so well. We were able to do it. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we started going a bit harder on ads and sponsorships in the podcast, right? And kids were like, hey, wait, what's happening? We just stopped and we explained everything. Like, the next step for us is getting a studio, right? Like we broadcast, <laughs> everything's done in the spare bedroom of the house right now. And mm-hmm. that means the product's worse and it isn't consistent and your mic levels aren't good because we just did a let's play and da, 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 da. It's like, this is the next, you, you see that. And we thought we'd be talking about a studio in a year and a half, but now we're talking about it. Like when we get back from E3, let's actually look and start figuring this out and budgeting. How does this work? Right. You know what I mean, cause now we have that. And now, but, and now you guys also have enough clout that you can go knock on some real sponsor doors. Not yeah. that you haven't already and not that they haven't, you know, clearly done activations with you, right. but you can really knock on and go, okay, let's put a logo somewhere. Yeah. And, and because you have such a great line of communication with that community that you've built, they're not going to be, okay. they're not going to be angry about it. Exactly. No pitchforks will be sharp. They get like, and that's what I was talking about on uh, Tuesday. when I finally get tweet a photo of the, the GameSpot cross kind of funny yeah. stage. And I was like, this is a win for anyone who's ever helped us. And I don't mean on Patreon. I mean, watch the video, IGN, my parents, you know what I mean? Like we are a five month old company on the show floor of E3 with Shuhei Yoshida and Naughty Dog and Halo and all And I PlayStation is looking at our logo that Nick designed an impact font. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, this is a fucking crazy thing you're seeing happen. And it's because of you. Well, thank you're welcome. Thank I guess. you. You've, been, you've, when you watched, said because you've watched. I have. Yeah. I have. Today. I have. I, I subscribed at least one month. Thank you. I can't. I mean, I, I went and kind of funny games just subscribed to your channel. Oh, um, it's about on. damn time. I, I it's did, about. I we had to, we had to open the studio for you to I actually subscribe. It, Is that in, what we have to in do? In the chat, I made a comment. It popped up and it wasn't. A sub- I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. We're about to hop to Alex' questions, then I'll let you go. I just want to know, like, why did you do the whole GamerGate thing? That's fucked up. Can you just stop Why did it? I start gaming? Yeah, game? like, could you just let it go? There aren't I don't good even, gates and gamers. I just don't even get what even, I still don't even get what it's about, and I, don't, I refuse to believe you know what it's about. And could you just could you just stop it real quick? Can you do me the solid? Can you just say, okay, no more Gamergate? All right, everybody, we're going to stop Gamergate right now. All right, everybody, full stop. Done. That was a big moment. That was good. Big moment for, for me. For gaming. Big moment for gaming yeah. and big moment for gates. Thank you for that. No problem. Uh, Alex, what do we got from chat? Uh, okay, so... He's like, nobody's here. Uh, yeah, it's actually uh, It's a digital nothing. tumbleweed. I'm um, welcome to chat, though. Uh, <laughs> the, I'm welcome to chat. Uh, Twitch welcomes. Moobot said, kill me. <laughs> Please release is me this, from this prison. Is this life? <laughs> uh, Cricket Plays asks, Greg, do you ever worry that as Kind of Funny grows, you'll find yourself in a position where you're telling other talent not to have their own YouTube channel? How do you think you'll handle growth Ooh. in the company? Ooh. That's a great. That's actually a really great. That question. is a really good question. Yeah. I'll crush anybody who tries to have their own YouTube. No, that no. Look, you built the platform from which upon they will stand and try to build their brand. How dare they try to strike out on their own? <laughs> that, I mean, that's that was one of my things that I, you know, one of my key principles. I think when we were leaving and when I was, you know, running into walls, is the fact that there aren't competitors anymore. There's collaborators. You know what I mean? Like you do, a, you do a show just very it similar to ours. It's such an old media silo network and it's like, viewpoint. I, I always talk about you know like the biggest growth the YouTube channel ever saw was when I went on Rooster Teeth for the Gauntlet, and they Rooster Teeth got that. And when I was there, and I they when I lost or whatever, and I was they started fading me out. I'm like, don't let me fade away. Find me. Subscribe to me on YouTube. And the, the, all those kids were like, oh, he's he's cool and he's approved by Rooster Teeth. You know right. what I mean? They spiked the numbers, and it was like, oh right. 
if you go to someone's house, you know what I mean, and you show that you are cool to their friends, they become your friends. You know what I mean? Every that's how this works, especially for like Twitch or YouTube, where you already have an audience that's engaged and understand the tools. You know what I mean? Right. That are there, like, oh yeah, like I always talk about it with like uh, when GDC came through, like Mike Biffle came on and showed volume, and that was he'd done Thomas was alone, but this was this is the first game he's really done press press for where he's out all the time. And uh, he's like, oh, your chat's so nice. It's a really good community. He was going to support us on Patreon anyway. And then in the next week, he tweeted just blindly. He's like, hey, I noticed I have like 500 more followers on Twitter. Where did you all come from? And everybody's like, kind of funny, kind of funny, kind of funny. He's like, that's what I thought. And like, that's great. And I love that community. He's a part of it now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you want to get out in front of people and show that they're cool. So to answer the question, no, I wouldn't stop them. I mean, we it's i'm assuming if they're our talent they're doing a show for us right they're doing something for us if they if you know nick nick and tim do love and sex stuff let's just say that that's their show that they're doing for us and that's all they do they're hosts that we hired five years from now and they want to go home and review hot peppers or do whatever like okay cool I'd, I'd like to talk to them about if we can make that work for us but like right now we wouldn't be able to support those shows so they should go do that sure they should build an audience that they're bringing back to us and vice versa that we're going the great example right now of course is uh alfredo diaz alfredo you know he's, alfredo plays on twit on twitch and he left IGN after us and everybody's like He's joining Kind of Funny. He's going to be there. And he, he announced that he left IGN on Colin and Greg Live, and it was, I'm not joining Kind of Funny. I'm going to Twitch full time. And when I get, when we, you know, he fills a gap that we don't ever cover where it's like he loves first person shooters. Mm-hmm. And that's not my bread and butter, and nor Colin, nor Nick, nor Tim. So, like, when there's battlefront opportunities or there's going to be, when there's battlefield opportunities or there's star, whatever, we send him to the it. That signal goes up. Yeah. He sees he the kind back, of funny in the sky and comes back and reports. He comes yeah. back, reports for our channel about it and pimps his Twitch. And then yeah. when new games come out, the idea is there haven't been a lot of games that, he, that aren't games that work for us that would work for him is that he's going to, you know, stream them for us on Twitch and the whole time, Hey, don't forget I'm Alfredo. Go totally. to Alfredo plays, you know, subscribe to me there. Da da da. Like, I want that, and that's it's the it's the it, you hit the nail on the head though. It's the competitor versus collaborator right. mentality, and right. I I even remember back in the day with the G four would be like, uh, what the fuck is IGN doing? Yeah, uh, this fu-, and it wasn't the it wasn't the guys on the floor. It wasn't like the talent in the building or the writers, the producers, or whatever. It was it was on the corporate level. It was that old school media sure. mentality well, going like, what are these fucking guys well, doing? How do we take them down? It was up? so it was so weird because that was the thing. Your bosses have these blood rivalries with other people, yeah. and then you're the guys in the trenches. I remember. Man, Brad, Brad Shoemaker and me went to events forever right next to each other and never spoke while he was at GameSpot and I was at IGN. And then when he left and we started talking, I was like, oh, you're awesome. Like, why didn't we ever – What is you just get it in your head that that's how it is. And luckily yeah. now, so many people have been so many places that that's all fallen apart. But there still is this top layer of like no, – I do wonder though. I do, I do wonder if in 10 years from now – we will have all built up our walls and our gardens again. again it will yeah, be yeah, yeah, rivalry yeah. and it will be pissing matches and we will have forgotten the lessons that we learned. And then it will be that generation there. Assuming we don't all go extinct, which we learned right. from your show That's today, it's likely happen. going to happen. Yeah. But it will the snake eat its tail again and there will be another cycle because yeah. it could very well happen. I mean, you hope not, but yeah. you. I mean, it's just all, it all depends on how this goes, this new YouTube digital medium, right? Of how many right. channels can you subscribe to and how many... What does your follower number need to be for you to matter to somebody? You know what I mean? Like, that's the weird thing of, like, when we left, I was like, well, you know, we, at the time, you know, we're, we're up now on YouTube a lot. But at the time, you know, it's like, hey, we're going to do this. And we have, at the, you know, we quit on a day. The day we quit, we had, like, 80,000 YouTube subs. And that's right. like, when you, when you 
tell people that at like VidCon or whatever, like, oh man, that's awesome, congratulations. But when you're friends with Epic Mealtime and you work at IGN right. and they're like, well, we have like three million, you're like, what does that mean? Does anyone understand that I'm doing well? You right. know what I mean? And then you'd have the thing where I remember this kid did a, a, a video about us and me and everything else. He's like, but anyways, they, they're over at, you know, uh, Game Over Greg at the time and they have, you know, it was 50,000 subs. You should go over there, help them out. They're trying, they're little guys trying to get bigger. And all the comments were like, I have a hundred subs. <laughs> Fuck right. that guy. You know what right. I mean? I was like, oh, that's a good point. You right. know what I mean? It's and also, by the way, it's like it's it, it's 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 an important metric, and it's easy for me to say that it's meaningless because we have like a thousand YouTube subscribers, yeah. and so it's easy to do that. But it's like at one point I had like two hundred fifty thousand Twitter followers pretty quickly, or something yeah. like that, and TV, TV man. because of TV, yeah. and and so people were like. That is the most important thing ever. Well, a now it's nothing; it's a drop in the bucket. Also, b what's who even cares about Twitter? Right. That that is a meaningless metric. Overnight, yeah. the metric can become meaningless. And what I had found was that for me, I'm always apologetic about we're two and a half months, maybe three months into whatever this is, and it's not even a full time <laughs> thing for all of us. You yeah. know, like we're trying and we're figuring it out. But I'm always apologetic for like, oh, we only got like 500 viewers or whatever. And so we're like. How the hell did you get 500 yeah. viewers? But yeah, my yeah, biggest yeah. thing is like, but I got to keep the lights on and I have to like get gear and I have to right. eventually pay people, hopefully myself at some point. That'd right. be nice. But the sponsors even come on and I'm not lying about numbers, which a lot of people do. You know, you don't have to, but a lot of people at I, my level I do. To. I do it all the time. Okay, well, good, good. <laughs> then that makes me feel a lot better. We round up to the nearest million. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, but I'll go to sponsors and go, look, this is, this is what we're getting right now. And they go like, but they're real, they're engaged, yep. they care, and they, they listen to what you say and they want to support you. So if you tell them to support us, they will. Okay. They get it. We'll roll some dice with and you. And that's the best Let's thing do is that people get it right now. Yeah. And you're talking about numbers, right? And I, I, I blatantly stole this from Bernie Burns, but, but it was before we left. But it was when he did his Indiegogo. But for us, right, it's, you know, take both YouTube channels, combine them together. We're doing 250 right now, probably 250,000 subs, right? Between awesome. two channels, right? Yeah, it's great. And then you, but then you go and like the videos are getting between. 20 and 30,000 on average, we'll mm -hmm. say, right? So you already start cutting it down. And then you cut it down to, you go to Patreon, and total we have 8,000, a little bit more, maybe 9,000 now. But we know from surveys we've put out that most are, so it's like we have 5,000 people giving us 45 to $50,000 a month. And mm -hmm. that's the number you go out with of like, no, you don't understand. Like these people are ride or die. They love us. We, they don't think it's bullshit when I'm like, go to naturebox.com slash kind of funny because they know I wouldn't lie. Right. They know I'm not going to be like, right. hey, I fucking love drinking I love bleach. Alec Baldwin's podcast. I don't yeah. know if you've heard it. No, it's, it's, re it's brilliant. He's a great interviewer for his style. Like yeah. he, Regardless of what you think of Alec Baldwin, he gets great access to people and he yeah. has a certain style, which I think is really interesting. But when he does a blue apron, apron read, yeah. I'm like, You've never you have you don't even know what an apron is. Right. You've never used a blue apron. When I do it, I go, Well, Bree and I yeah. we spilt crab water on the kitchen floor because we were trying to make a thing that they sent us. Yeah. It's real and yeah, they like exactly. it. They get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that's what it's all about. It's that, that genuine thing of like we're always gonna be genuine with our audience. And there's always gonna be some rabble rouser who shows up on YouTube because he clicked on the sexy thumbnail and he's like, You guys suck and I hate this. And it's like, I don't care about you. Yeah. I don't care at all. Don't subscribe if you're that guy. Go away. Right. Don't ever come back I'm and tell me. I'm fascinated no that people take the like where because I don't have the time of the day anymore. Yeah. It's like, who has the time? Like, and it, I've never been the person where, like, well, that, I didn't enjoy that. I'm going to take, I'm going to crack these yeah. knuckles and let these strangers know that yeah. I wasted time on them and they did not enjoy what they did. That right. mentality is so crazy to right. me. Right. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, well, it's just, you know how it is, though. I mean, I'm sure you know it from TV. It's just like, what motivates people to actually talk to you is negativity on the internet and on TV, right? I remember, I always go back to, you know, it's just like, 
there is that vocal minority. And if you don't know about the positive majority, if you don't go to a PAX, if you don't go to this, if you don't right. have a live event to fucking – like when we go to PlayStation Experience last year, you know what I mean? And we signed in for two and a half hours and like people were in – I'll never forget Shuhei and everybody walking by when we – their press conference was getting ready to start. And I had a receiving line up the aisle of all these people. And it's like this is the part where it like refills you. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. do get – you take it on the chin all the time. It's fatty, dude. I hate what he's saying. Blah, blah, blah. But it's just like – Wait, Sylvester Stone, Stallone calls he you out and he me. trolls you? Stallone hates me. But, you know, yeah, those people pop up because it's just easy, right? Yeah. They, I said something that pissed them off. I'm too energetic on camera. They don't like my teeth. You know what I mean? But it's, it, they're also the ones where you swing back and you're like, hey, that's, I didn't like that. I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm so, I was having a bad day. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize there was a human being at the right. end of this. And, I've, yeah. and it's, I, I, it was up at noon that it started teaching me that. You know what I mean? And IGN comments in general that it taught me that. And then I remember one day, like, I'm sitting there watching The Office with Christine, my girlfriend. My girlfriend. And uh, I start writing the tweet. And I'm just like, and at NBC needs to take at The Office. I'm back and shoot it because it's just gone. And she's like, she looks over. She's like, yeah. And then she saw me delete it. She's like, why do you I'm like, I'm doing exactly what people do to me. I'm... I'm so disconnected that I'm forgetting hundreds of people worked really hard to make that. And right. I don't enjoy it, so fuck it. Right. Like, no, they don't right. need to hear and that. And that doesn't mean that, that you can't have the opinion, take it out back yeah. and shoot it. But you also don't need to throw that into the ether that maybe yeah. some of them will see that. Exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like John Krasinski's trolling the office account. And, like, it's funny to think about it because he's a movie star. He's a, but he may, I, people are always blown away when I I'll, I still do the thing where I search my name in quotes without yeah, Because the real jerks are the cowards who won't tweet at you about right. it. Right. Right. Greg Miller sucks. Oh, why do I suck? Oh, my God. I didn't mean to. So, well, uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, come on. Get over it. Uh, we, I think we went for 45 minutes on one question. Do we sorry, have any? Sorry. No, no, that was me. I mean, you're uh, obviously a great talker and very easy to talk to. You. So that goes on. But I don't, I don't want to monopolize too much every day because you're going to help us out with the attackies. Oh, right. As well. Yes, I forgot about that. Yes, um, yes, and that should be a quick thing. But, Alex, do we have any other quick ones? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, who asked this? They asked, what is your go-to fast food order? Oh, go-to fast food order. Now, see, this is, this is a difficult one. Because my go-to... I, we had a conversation once on the Game Over Greggy show. Is, is Portillo's fast food? Now, do you know Portillo's? I don't think I know Portillo's. I'm going to go no. Chicago hot dog joint. You know? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Okay. Here's the thing. It all started... It became a running joke. Because on the show, I called the, the Portillo's in Bloomingdale, Illinois, or whatever. And I asked Linda, are you fast food? She said yes. She characterized that the official line. Well, what's of the is, what's the uh, the? How do you order at Portillo's? Do you, you go? You, you walk up to a woman or drive through. Okay, and you you say, "I want two hot but dogs." If it's a drive through, it's considered fast food, right? Okay, I think that's the Fine. delineation now, for you, me. The thing, real quick, for you is that this that you have one in Buena Park, mm. which I know is a hike, but it's worth it. If sure. you go to VidCon, go to it for sure, or just come with me because I'm going to go this year at VidCon. Are you going to VidCon? Hundred percent. Yes. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. All right, we're going to Portillo's again. Okay. Uh, anyways, then it's two. Can hot we dogs. do a live show from Portillo's? Yeah. Okay. Totally. Actually, you know, ooh, right. I'm gonna fire off an email because, like, I almost call got, Linda again. Well, I almost got arrested at the last Portillos for filming my Portillos video because they don't like filming. But since then, they've been <laughs> they've been bought by a conglomerate that understands everything that's happening. Ah, okay. And so they have social media, and actually, this is this is I'll, I don't even have to tell the story. Nick Scarpino, you know my Nick Scarpino. Yeah. They have a Nick Scarpino that. Uh, runs their PR and everything else now, so it's really weird. Let's unlock some special Snapchat yeah. filters, and we'll do a whole thing. I know. I, I'm gonna. We're gonna call ahead. We'll bring lights. We're gonna put the tables together. Get the mics out there. I want to get. We're doing a game over. We'll, put the, we'll put the microphones in some buns. Yeah. Hold them up to our faces like this the entire time. <laughs> It'll be great. Right? Yeah, that's perfect. That sounds like a lovely show. My go-to order is two hot dogs, ketchup, mustard, pickle only, a large cheese fry, and a Coke. Bam. Yeah. 
Bam, you got it. Yeah. I love it. Anything else, Alex, that's quick, that's fun, that's uh, different, uh, irreverent? I mean, they're asking, when is the next crossover between Kind of Funny and The Attack? Oh. It's not Poor even jobs. over and they want more. <laughs> it's not even over and they want I love it. Anytime uh, you're in San Francisco, you know you're That's welcome. the thing. Is that I, Well, see, I thought you guys were LA-based, and at ah. first I was like... Uh, when I first like was really digging into to the Twitch stuff specifically, for yeah. some reason I thought the Twitch studio was here. Yeah. And so I was like, I'll come on tomorrow. <laughs> and I, I really meant that. I was like, I'll totally come down. And then it was like, oh, that's right. They're in SF. Like, yeah. fuck. But yeah. do I need to move back to SF? What do you want to do? No, you're, you're still... I love you're East still... Bay. I'm, I'm from there, though. Like, I'm mm. from that area. But you want to keep there, being, and you want to keep being TV guy and movie no, guy and not, no? I don't know. <laughs> well... If you want to do this, what you need to do is talk to us, and we need to split a studio, and then we just have a studio in San Francisco or South San Francisco or whatever, and then we do that. And you we guys want to move to L.A.? No. No? Maybe. I don't know. We kick no it around. No desire? No, there's nothing. There's no desire right now. It's the opportunity. You know what I mean? Right? It's but the, what if there was an opportunity to have like a kick-ass studio in L.A.? Well, they're okay. like a real studio. I feel like that would real... throw a rock and hit them. You know what I mean? Like every studio I've ever gone to in LA, I'm like, like when I went to SourceFed, I was like, oh Jesus God. Well, sure, this is amazing. Sure. You know what I mean? Like we hope we. But can I mean, do one that that's thing. centrally located and has like the problem we need. We keep talking about this at, I, uh, at IGN. I did that too. Uh, I said somebody like, oh yeah, this is uh, Kevin. He's the first. He's our first hire at IGN. And Kevin's like, no, think that nope. through. I'm like, yep. oh right, kind of funny. I don't work there anymore. Um, we keep having this conversation that we need to sit down and talk about what our roadmap is and where we are. Cause we did right. that thing of like, we're going to go, we're going to see, and we're going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, I think we, we try, we left thinking we might not, we might be a little less game focused. You know what I mean? Or I shouldn't say less game focused, but more entertainment focused. We'd have more happening on kind of funny prime, the YouTube channel than we do on kind of funny games. And clearly kind of funny games is ru- 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 the runaway success. That's the one where we're putting out content every day on mm-hmm. and doing all this awesome stuff for. And just cause there's only so many hours in the day. And if we're going to continue to be, games focused i kind of feel like we need to be in san francisco still you know what i mean because like we're still we still get the luxury of like you'll eventually come through san francisco and like when you do you'll be like felicia and uh aisha tyler and all these different people who when they come through like oh san francisco greg right i know there's an event here there's something to do and like granted we could come down here i'm sure with the Rolodex of friends we have down here, yeah, we could have somebody on every day, but then it's not as much. I don't know why I'm, I'm not, I shouldn't try to sell you on LA. It's not that great, but no, well, I mean, I'll, but I'll happily come back Colin, to SF. Colin always is like, well, what if, why don't we just move to Utah? Why don't we move to Austin? Why don't we move somewhere right. where if we just take the same amount of money we have, we're living like kings or whatever. But right. it's like, then we're a totally different thing. We're, it's a, it, we could fly people out, but I'm like, yeah, we hate flying places. You know what I mean? We don't want to be like, hey, Kevin, we'd love to have you on. So we'll yeah, fly come you Come on in out to Portland. Thursday to night. Yeah. You're here Friday. Shoot out. You're right back. You know, it's like, yeah. no, nobody wants to do that. So it's yeah. just those are the questions we're facing. And right now we have such a good thing going up there where it is like all the, you know, that is still the place for video games. Where, so is VidCon the next crossover, though, to answer the question? 100%. Or we're emailing- do we do some Comic-Con shit? Oh fuck! I forgot about that too. Yeah, we'll do that too. Are you? What are you doing in Comic Con? I don't know. I think I'm working. Can I come? Can I just come crash your work every so often? Yeah. Well, I think I'm working like in New York. I don't think oh, I'm here for it. That sucks. That's but I. But well, be, it sucked to be here too. But I can get you a studio if you need it at Comic Con, like a stage with gear and stuff. If you just want to show up and do a. Okay. That sounds really good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. All right. All right. I like you, you. you know a guy who knows a guy. You yeah, can send an email. Okay. You have your Kevin email, my Kevin, me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. I'll just email you. I don't trust Kevin to negotiate that. I've taken up a lot of your time, and you're going to give me just a little bit more for attackies, yep. and I appreciate that. Uh, for the people who are watching and or listening to this later, how can they find you, Greg? You can go to kindoffunny.com. 
It has links to all our Patreons, all our podcasts, all our YouTube pages, uh, and then our Twitch stuff too. You guys, that's he also nailed that too. Made it nice and easy to go like, oh, here's how you support us. Yeah, it's all here. Well, just do it. It was very much before. Where it's like I got all these. How do I hold all these links? Well, so that's like, yeah. I'm <laughs> always like, well, if you want to go on Twitch, it's the yeah. attack on Patreon. It's the attack, but yeah. I'm just attack on Twitter. But it's super creative for Facebook yep, yep, because yep, I yep. can't get the attack because exactly. some asshole is squatting it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's why we're kind of funny vids on a lot of social right. media, right? Yeah. But kind of funny dot com. Yeah. Gets People can everywhere. go there, get everything. Yeah. You are um, uh, just a, a, a person. You really are just a human being in this world. And there's really... Some people are remarkable. I don't know you that well. You're a real piece of shit. I'm gonna s- <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad that I got a chance to sit down and chat with you. As I said, you have been a source of inspiration. Uh, and I don't mean this as a backhanded compliment, but you've been a source of inspiration for what we're doing around no, here. No, I love that. And that's, and, what, that's um, the whole point. Like, you, you know, no, I'm totally down with that. Don't we appreciate worry. it. We love what you do. Uh, we strive to be uh, a modicum of, as successful as you've been at it. <laughs> uh, and we, we shall see. But uh, happily, anytime I can lend my studio or anything you. to you, please let me know. And, anytime uh, you want again, to sleep in the spare bedroom slash studio when you're in San Francisco. So there, I want to pet that pup pup. Oh, Portillo? I want to pet that I get him back tomorrow morning. I'm so excited. Pup of yours. I got John. I was like, your stream has a beautiful pup pup. Now, did you notice that? That my favorite hot dog restaurant? My oh, dog? I put. Okay. Okay. Just make sure. Just no, make the wires connect. They, I know you're a bit slow. They connect. So to make sure you knew. Did you tell me this already? No. Did I, you I tell other Kevin, Kevin this? Kevin. Okay. Kevin. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate Thank you. It. That's it. I love him. I know you could hear it. I know you don't need me to tell you what you just experienced, but I love him. He's a nice guy. Real nice guy. Real great operation and a great team too. His whole team, super fucking chill, nice, great, and they're killing it. They're doing exactly what they want to do in this world and cultivating a community and a brand and a following that is supporting them and coddling them and swaddling them as they sleep and drool on their sweet baby beards. Um, God, kindoffunny.com. They don't need me to tell you to go support them. They've got a ton of support, but I'm going to say it anyways uh, because you should. They're great guys doing a great thing. Kindoffunny.com. Head on over there. They've got a store. They've got podcasts. They've got Patreons. We have all that stuff as well. You know, if you're throwing money around, I wouldn't mind a little uh, little runoff. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat their leftovers. I'll take their scraps. Patreon.com slash the attack. Twitch.tv slash the attack. We have a ton of E3 coverage just posted there. We also do new shows each and every day. For the most part, we have a behind-the-scenes podcast uh, for people who back us on Patreon. And we are going to have the Attackies. Those are a thing that are happening. That's like um, the uh, the Razzies for E3. But I guess, I guess we're treating them like they're real awards. We're giving away awards for best the best portions of E3. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like yet because I haven't seen the rough edit. But maybe it'll be out on monday or maybe there will be four pages of notes and it'll be out on wednesday or thursday but the thing is the attackies are coming and you'll be able to see them live twitch.tv slash the attack or get them archived over at patreon.com slash the attack i can't thank you all enough for listening man and for any kind of support i mean obviously if you're hearing this right now you were listening to it but what a what a crazy whirlwind the last few years has been but this year specifically in the last Three and a half months, we've gone from like, hey, maybe we should do a thing to having employees and being in a new space and spinning up shows. And I've been going out and talking with uh, potential investors. And there's the light at the tunnel is always uh, it turns out to be another tunnel usually. But there is a light here that that leads to something bigger. And it's 
entirely because you guys have continued to support this podcast and and support my endeavors. And I, uh, I don't say it enough because it's hard for me to express emotions that are authentic. But I love you guys. And girl, thank you, one girl. Maybe three girls out there. I don't want to be presumptuous, but maybe three. Um, thank you. A thousand thank yous. Uh, again, twitch.tv slash the attack, patreon.com slash the attack. And if you have five minutes, you could uh, hop on over, take an anonymous survey. It costs you nothing, and it provides me with everything, as in uh, ad dollars, so I can keep doing this madness. Podsurvey.com slash pointless. P O D S U R V E Y.com slash pointless. Take five minutes, answer an anonymous survey about your likes and your dislikes, just fill out the info, and if you want, you can put in an email address at the bottom and you'll be entered for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. I am spent, but there will be more goodness coming to you next week. Uh, kisses, hugs, and belly rubs, everybody. Good night. <laughs>